This episode is brought to you by Lone Wolf Paintball. They are an amazing online supplier and have been around since the beginning of the game as Michigan's premier paintball field and paintball supplier since 1987. They are rapidly expanding into the online retail space and supplying everything you need to be the best paintball player you can be. They have got it all. Head over to LoneWolfPaintball.com and shop all of your favorite brands and they also boast amazing customer service and will have this out to you with same-day shipping, which is amazing. It's always nice to know that your stuff is on its way immediately so you can start to use it that very next weekend of play. Check out their YouTube, Lone Wolf Paintball, and their Instagram, at Lone Wolf PB, and stay up to date with all of their deals and sales. Play the Game Podcast is immensely honored to have them on board, and we cannot wait for you guys to check out LoneWolfPaintball.com and become a part of their community. Today's episode of PTG is brought to you by the one and only Trans Labs that brought the world two amazing products. First off, Transfuse, which is a hydration multiplier, and most recently, they just dropped Transcend, which is a nootropic energy formula. No matter what you use, when you choose Trans Labs, you are going to be boosted and you are going to be ready to charge the paintball field and win out there. With Transfuse, that is a premium rapid hydration multiplier and immunity fortifying formula scientifically designed to replenish you at the cellular level. And they use all natural ingredients in this product. We've got zinc, we've got vitamin B6, we've got vitamin C, sodium, potassium, choline, and it is an amazing way to make sure that you're hydrated and prepared to play top-level paintball. When it comes to Transcend, that is a premium nootropic energy formula designed to increase cognitive performance, elevate mood and clarity while supporting long-term brain health, and it's going to leave you feeling great with no crash or jitters. It's one of the only products in the nootropic space backed by research studies to ensure the formula is correct for optimal performance. It is more potent than anything on the market and it will keep you charged and ready to win out there. I take one scoop, but if you're stimulant sensitive, take a half scoop. And if you want that LFG dose to launch to the moon, dump two scoops in your drink and you are going to be flying down that paintball field. Comes in two delicious flavors, Baja Blast and Skittles Candy for the Transcend. And for the Transfuse, they have two new flavors as well, Pineapple Express and Hawaiian Punched. So if you get a chance, head over to translabs.com. That's T-R-A-N-Z. Labs.com. Use code play the game and you'll get 10% off. If you subscribe to a monthly delivery service, you also get 10% off as well. So you could take advantage of 20% off on these products. Head over to translabs.com and give it a go. What's going on, PTG Nation? Thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, we're really excited to sit here, hang out with you guys, have a good show, talk with all of our friends, and uh, let you guys join in. Tonight, Tyler and I sit down and we talk about the Paris event. Things that have been going on recently, and we also have some very special guests. We have Blake Yarber join us and Colton Dahl. Colton Dahl is a young and upcoming player, going to be on the pro field here very, very soon. Just 15 years old, playing with New York Wrecking Crew, absolutely dynamite, and uh, just one of the best little dudes on the planet. Without further ado, we're going to hop in the show. That was an insane inside move by Marcelo Margot. Great communication. And the crowd starts chanting Harmon. Great, great shot by all the guys. So Tyler Harmon saved that game. He came out with two wins. Marcelo Margot was on fire. 
Welcome, everyone, to the PTG Show, PTG Podcast. We got it all going on. What's going on, Marchi? Welcome back home yeah, from uh, across the pond. How you doing? Ooh, yeah, brother. I'm doing good. It's nice to have a uh, first full day home. I'm back in action, ready to go. Had a lot of stuff to do, um, but it was nice, man. It was great being over there. Always is. Belly's full of some yummy breads. You know what I mean? Cheeses, <laughs> delicious food. Oh, my food. God, so much bread. Carb yeah. overload. It's amazing. I love going to France anytime that I can get out there. I wasn't able to make it out for this event, but one of my favorite places to travel to in the world for sure. Yeah, man, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a great weekend. We were incredibly busy out there. Um, I just had lunch with a friend and was was filling them in on on my days. Some of the days were literally fourteen hour days. You know, leave the house at six thirty in the morning, didn't get home until like nine p.m. at night. Uh, it's just crazy, you know, full days. Cause we had a lot of team USA stuff. I was coaching the U 16s, the U 19s playing with the men's and also playing with the CP Raiders. Um, so it was a ton of action, tons of paintball. We went a day early. Um, the event started on Thursday instead of Friday. So, um, just a full, full paintball weekend for sure. And the venue was amazing. It was one of the greatest venues that I've ever been to huge shout out to the NXL for the venue that they chose. Um, my goodness, it was absolutely gorgeous. It was a an old horse racetrack. So it had built in a built-in stadium, you know, like concrete uh, grandstands with the concessions underneath them with a full awning that comes over the top of the stadium, which made it epic. Like when the fans were cheering, it all echoed onto the field. It was super badass, dude. It was, it was one of the coolest places for a paintball that I've seen. Yeah, we were talking about that and just how amazing that experience is, not only for everybody playing that event, but especially those youngsters that made the journey oh over and played for USA in the U19 and U16. Um, huge shout out to Lori and whole BKI squad for putting that all together. And what an event it was for the young guns out there. They had the time of their life. And that venue was off the charts. Where? How did we land that? Shout out to the NXL. Way to go. Crushed it on that yeah. venue. Yeah. So the owner of the venue, it's a, it's an actual paintball field, right? So it's a paintball field when the NXL is not there now, uh, no way. found out that they, they bought it for like 150 grand, which is insane. I mean, in the U S this would be a, a what? $10 million property for sure. <laughs> at least it's crazy. Wow. Um, maybe I what should have find. said that on public air. I don't know, but you know, anyway, uh, pretty, pretty damn cool, uh, that they were able to secure this location. Um, it's called ACE paintball park out there. Um, so I hope to see them, you know, do well and, and have a lot of paintball players come through their camp. Really just an amazing spot. Um, fantastic. Honestly, it's really, really good. So the fact that it is a paintball field, that'll be where the NXL holds the European world championship for the next, you know, for the foreseeable future, at least. Um, but yeah, it was a, a really spectacular experience. You know, the kids were playing in the U19s final on the pro field in front of all the fans. It was crazy, you know, and European paintball is just different. Every match is is almost like a finals match, you know, and, and especially matches on Sunday or, or if you're in the finals, like you feel like oh, yeah. you're at a World Cup final, you know, the grandstands are packed, beer is flowing, everybody's having fun, kids have air horns, they're chanting, the stands, they're doing the wave, like it's the full experience for an athlete, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so to see the kids get to experience that was, was really cool, man. It was really special. Yeah, man. I can only imagine they're probably just over the moon telling war stories and holding the trophy and, you know, just remembering that entire experience. It's going to oh, be yeah. something they carry totally. with them for the rest of their life. And totally. uh, I think we're going to get Colton Dahl on here in a little bit. We're yes, gonna we are. We're going to see if we can tap in with him. He was out there for the finals 
and was able to be on the field. So we'll get to pick his brain a little bit about that, which is really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Colton, uh, was one of the players, uh, that was actually in the overtime point in the finals against Norway, um, played fantastic. I've worked with Colton for a long time, really proud of his growth, how he's developed over the years. Um, so yeah, we want to get him on and just kind of get his perspective. Cause again, it was just such a, such a cool thing to, to, you know, be part of, um, obviously, you know, I was coaching the team, but, um, I was really able to kind of step back and look at it from a, a third person perspective and, and see their experience. And it just reminded me of our experience, you know, when we were over there at 18 years old, 19 years old, yeah, you know, and how cool it was to be in Europe, be 18, be able to have a couple beers, you know, uh, play paintball with your friends and, and win in front of like, you know, the foreign crowds, which is really hard to do. It's hard to win over there. It's incredibly hard. Um, the style's different. Sometimes, you know, the, they don't want you to win, you know, um, it's difficult. It's not easy. You're fighting jet lag. You're fighting all sorts of stuff, you know, getting good meals. You're just kind of, you're just kind of like, you know, embracing the schlep, like you say, <laughs> you know, um, and, um, the experience is, is really unique. It's really one of a kind. So, uh, getting to witness it was, it, it was absolutely hands down. Um, there's not even a close second. It was the greatest coaching moment of my, you know, young coaching career. Um, yeah. but yeah, it was just really special, man. I I've got it up there, uh, with even, you know, a lot of my regular playing moments, just seeing, seeing their, their joy and excitement and what they accomplished. Dude, it makes everything come full circle for what we do. We play paintball and we've been playing paintball since we we're just kids, you know, starting out at, um, for me, it was 11. I think you're right around the same age and just never, ever putting it down, uh, really attributing all of the lessons that you can apply to so many different facets of life to paintball, you know, being able to have that kind of, it's like a school, you know, paintball is its own schooling system. And mm -hmm. sometimes you learn the hard way in paintball or, you know, you have to, you make mistakes no matter what, but it's just always been that really important facet of life that you can carry with you and, and be learning from. So to see them learning, growing, winning overseas and coming from the BKI family, you know, it's just, it really hits close to home because we're having a tremendous impact on the future of pro paintball. And it's a really big responsibility, actually, that we have to take seriously as professionals to drive this thing forward to nurture the future of the game. Because without these youngsters, we have nothing. We, we will have nothing. So um, it's really cool to see you showing out best coach on earth. Let's go, Marcelo, hey. crushing it. And, uh, and just, you know... Second to Todd, you know, second to Todd, but you're right <laughs> up there. And um, I'll take it. It's, it's just, uh, it's amazing to see. And we can't wait. We're also, we're going to be playing in the All Star game at World Cup. I'm sure we'll talk about that here yes. in a little bit. Yes. Um, totally. Todd and SK are the captains of each squad, or uh, the coaches rather. And then Ryan and myself are captain in the team. So we can't wait to go head to head. Me and Marchie got a little PTG action for the MVP game, you, you know? <laughs> yeah and what's dope is it's not going to conflict now so we're going to get a full all-star game because it's going to be on thursday you know whereas yeah. if it was on sunday right before the finals match a lot of the, the whoever's in the finals those pros probably weren't going to play so i'm really excited for this move um it's going to give us an extra look on the field houston heat you guys are in that first round bye, so you're we're, we're not even going to be playing games with our regular teams on thursday you know usually at World Cup Thursday, all the pro teams have one game. They kind of extend uh, the the brackets at World Cup. But since we're in that top four, we won't start our playing until Friday. So it's nice. We'll we'll get to 
play a little bit on Thursday. It's going to be in the all-star game. It's pretty epic. Have a, have a fun way to kick off the event. Um, and yeah, a little MVP battle. I guess they have five grand on the line for the MVP. It's pretty dope. That's right. There pretty is five dope. grand all-star on MVP. the wire. Yeah, let's yeah. get it. Let's get it, dude. Let's there, go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, Rainy. Cash in that MVP and just take a walk. You know, go down to Disney for a little bit. Say, see you later, Dynasty. Y'all, y'all have fun. Good luck this weekend. <laughs> nah, yeah, MVP of the All-Star <laughs> game would be crazy. Five grand. Uh, Rainy, I was talking to Rain Dance, who still has been elusive to any platform. He doesn't like to share his ideas, but we're going to get Rainy on this show. I guarantee it. One day. Uh, at some point, he's going to come and join us and Rainy, it's it's no pressure, buddy. It's not serious. We're just hanging out, you know, having fun, talking about paintball and uh, and showing love for the game. I think he just wants to come on to correct us on how all the times we've been wrong with the different years and teams and et cetera, et cetera. Come on, baby, yeah. let's go, Rain Man. Let's yeah, go. Rain's like it. an encyclopedia. He is. He's he's got it like that. He is. He was juiced about the 5K. He was telling me at the last event, he's like, and, you know, we got the center punch, too, on our team. We got Blake and Rainey for the All-Star game. Uh, so they're going to definitely be punched in the middle. And, and, you know, those guys are animals. So watch out for them in that game as well. Yeah, our team is is definitely nasty. I'm excited. Not to mention Mouse it. and J-Rab as well. So watch mm-hmm. out for the one-two punch down the snake side or wherever they decide to go. And uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really exciting paintball match um, Thursday before World Cup. Be sure to tune in on Go Sports. I think they're gonna have it live. I would assume it's gonna be live for everyone to watch and uh, and really enjoy. It'll be a great Thursday morning or afternoon, depending on where you're at, and uh, we'll have some fun out there. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it. A lot of very exciting things, uh, you know, coming coming to paintball. Um, and it's just, a, again, a testament to Jason Trozen. Uh, I got to sit down and talk with Jason a lot this last weekend um, just because, you know, he's obviously the, uh, the the rules commissioner. He's always right there on the sidelines at the 50-yard line making sure all the game's running smooth and everything is, is being ran fairly. Um, and so when we're in Europe, you know, there's, there's a little bit of downtime. I get to sit down and, and talk with him quite a bit. And um, I just have a ton of appreciation for Jason Trozen. You know, he came on the show for a brief moment. You guys got to hear hear him a little bit. But he's really become like a, a good friend. You know, I really consider that, that, that guy a friend and uh, what he's doing for the sport is fantastic. You know, I know he is, is one of the leading forces behind stuff like this, making sure that, um, you know, he's a good bridge between the league and the players because he was a player at one point and he was also a coach at one point. So, you know, yeah. he, he like has these ideas and rules that he wants to implement, but then he thinks of it from a player's perspective, you know, and he's like, ah, well, this isn't quite fair to the players. Let's try to make this better for the players and make that better for the players. So, it, it, you know, he's really unique in that, in that role. And uh, I'm, I'm grateful for it because, you know, there's been many times in the past where we don't have someone that thinks of the, of the players, you know, um, yeah. not only, you know, not first, but not even really much at all. So um, it's, it's awesome to have him in that role. And uh just a lot of exciting things, I think, coming, you know, with the NXL. Um, totally. So, yeah, man. Paintball's in a good spot. It really is. Being over in Europe and seeing the excitement, it was the first event that they've had where the divisional teams were also invited. The previous two NXL Europe's were pro only. And uh, I think there was like 190 teams. I might be misspeaking. It was it was it was definitely over a hundred for, you know, they only had three fields. It was a, a smaller venue, but with the the capacity to have, you know. 10 fields. There's a lot of land there. So, you know, they could, they could build this out as much as they want, but, um, 
people were excited about paintball. You know, the, the U 16s was amazing. Tyler. Oh my goodness. There were these kids. So Moldova, shout out to Moldova. They had these two kids that were, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe three and a half feet tall. Like they were 10 years old (laughs) for sure. They played on the U 16s, U 19s and the men's team from Moldova fearless, just running around. These groms were just running around, having a good time. It was amazing to see. There was this kid. There was two of them on on the uh, Italy team. One of them, I believe his name was Gabriel. I'm a huge fan. I watched Gabriel. So there's a 16-year-old. He might have just turned 17 from France. He plays for Camp Carnage. Camp Carnage just got second place against the Tauntauns. So they're a good team. He's a good player. He plays on the U16s team. And I watched Italy play France. And this 13-year-old kid can like hardly hold his gun, but I watch him get in the snake and outsmart this other kid from France multiple times just by like listening and he would hear the gun and he would kind of do this like insane, like do do move, go around bunker him and then live on their side. I was like blown away. I was like, what's going on? This kid looks like he just started playing paintball, but he's like making really good high level moves. It was really cool to see, dude. There's a lot of like up and coming players in Europe right now, which is amazing because for a long time, well, and you know, the U S does still lead it for sure. It's easier for us to start at a young age. Some of these countries have age restrictions. It's hard for them to, to get going early and have access to fields and all that kind of stuff. But this is the best I've seen it in a long time. You know what I mean? Which is so cool. man. There was, there was just a lot of action. Yeah, dude, it was, it was so fun watching the kids run around and, and play ball and play some good paintball. That's what we need right there. And actually, the the youngsters are going to be running around at Cup again. There's going to be a huge uh, youngsters paintball game, and they're going to be dominating that pro field out there, running around. Uh, help out infamous kids from the Northwest as well. Thomas and Tiffany, they have a squad up in the Northwest near Thomas's field. They're trying to make the journey to World Cup. So tap in with them as well and see how you can support. I know they're doing a donation with some shirts. So let's make sure we get those kids over to World Cup so they can have the time of their life. And NXL is just positioned for greatness, man. The league as a whole is extremely strong. And we have the best team, you know, from from yes. Tro to the owners and uh, everyone in between. There is just relentless effort being applied to making sure that we put on the best show. Shout out to Go Sports. Shout out you know, once again, to the ownership in, in that regard and, and all the hard work, you can see the developments that they implemented at the most recent NXL event in Chicago, trying to keep track of the body count. And uh, there was another development that they had as well. And, and I'm sure that they're just going to keep applying more pressure to those areas to make that show the best it can be. Major love to Tom Cole and all the hard work he puts in and, you know, all the staff at NXLs because it's not easy. Um, but they're trying to make sure that we have the best experience possible as players and they're putting on the best events that there are and you're going to get the best competition. You know, when you walk away, you got the big trophy and it it really means something. So we can't thank them enough. And I think, uh, the Tauntauns won NXL Europe. So they will be getting the pass to world cup, right? They're going to be entering into the pro division for that event. Yeah, the Tauntauns, that's exactly right, Tyler. They get a a buy into that first round. So <clears throat> really quick, we can kind of talk about how this is gonna work. They're gonna be they're gonna have 24 teams at World Cup. So four teams get a first round buy into the quarterfinals that won't start until Sunday. So that quarterfinal round 
is going to be made up of the top four teams. So it's going to be us, you guys, Impact, and the Tauntauns. Um, basically, it was whoever won the Paris event automatically got into that, that uh, the, you know, the European Champions Cup automatically got into that first round bye. Uh, then they're That's taking major. the next, yes. Then they're taking the next, I think two teams and then one Latin America team, or maybe they're taking three European teams. I, I kind of forget, but you know, it's going to be four total. So they're taking those teams and they're going to add it to the remaining 17 U S pro teams to make yes. 20 teams. So 20 teams will start a tournament on Thursday. They'll play Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday, they're going to have their own quarterfinals. So it'll get down to where there's eight teams without our four teams on Saturday. They'll play each other. And the winner, so the four winners of those, will move on to play us. Now, we also will play like this round robin kind of thing, and we will start on Friday. So Dynasty will play uh, Heat, Impact, and the Tauntauns. All of us will play each other for seeding. So say we win all of our games, we'll be the number one seed and we'll play the eighth place team that, you know, comes in. So basically the bottom of the, the four that move on from, you know, the 20 teams, if that makes sense, yes. maybe I just confused the whole thing. Um, but basically <laughs> it's uh it's, it's going to be a whole new type of event. They've never done anything like this before. I think it's incredibly cool. Um, it, it's going to be epic. Every game's going to matter. You know, you're going to get an insane like prelims between Houston Heat, Impact, Dynasty, and the Tauntauns, we're all going to play each other, you know, in a round-robin prelim type thing. None of us are getting eliminated, but we are playing for seeding, you know? So um, mm -hmm. that matters, you know what I mean? So It, it all matters. Really, yeah. it, it all matters. Yeah, totally, <laughs> you know? And so I'm excited. Yeah. I think it's going to be epic. The winner has a chance at winning $40,000, which is, you know, we're getting back to what it used to be, you know what I'm saying? Which is pretty dope. So, yeah, things are looking good in paintball right now, man. I'm, I'm excited. Poised for greatness, man. Absolutely. Paintball is amazing. If you are listening to this show, Play the Game podcast, you stumbled across it, you're interested in playing paintball, get out there. It's going to be the best time of your life. We guarantee it. And it's truly one of the safest sports there is as well. You know, keep your goggles on, you go run around, wear uh, you know, a jersey or whatever and some pants and, and go have some fun. It'll be the time of your life. And yes. so the thing that I love about World Cup, this upcoming event, it's coming up in, you know, a month and a half and uh, everyone's working really hard towards it is for us. Obviously, we got the buy, but that round that you're talking about is like from yes. the top. It, it's you get the best paintball imaginable right off the break. You get to see what the high caliber teams are doing. Also, there's a lot of mind games going on, I'm sure, because none of it really matters as well. So it's going to be kind of strategic as well to see how the coaches and everybody does their thing and does their dance because everyone pretends that they have a dance and then they do this dance and they, they all got all these different dances. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just how the game totally. works. And you have to um, know how to play your position. Game. You got to play the game. You know, shout out to the podcast. I actually said that. I was like, you know, I'm like, play the game. You know, I'm saying I'm like, it's not just a podcast, man. This is the real deal. There's a real... <laughs> paintball game going on here and we got to make sure that you know we're playing the game the best because it's, it's all situational podcast, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know 100%. and uh that's what it's all about that's why we love this sport that's why you know you and i are so intrigued by business and um obviously sport 
making sure that that we produce the best that we can for ourselves and our community. And that's what play the game is all about. That's what it'll always be about. Absolutely. I mean, that that's why we use the name is because it was a mantra that's before it. the podcast. You know what I mean? Started um, in Prague. Yeah, it is what it is. Started in Prague, baby. Maybe we should have like an established in yeah you know, in Prague 2018 kind of shirt. You know? I think so. We yeah, need to make that's, that. That's well before uh, you know those other guys. Oh, come on, give me a break. It's flattering. <laughs> it's flattering. Don't get me started. Give me a break. <laughs> what are we break. talking about? Uh, what dum dums? Oh, speaking of dum dums, shout out. Let's shout go. out to dum dum paintball guys. Actually, Woo! as of recording, in. in about three minutes from now. Dum Dum Paintball is going to be releasing their second video on YouTube. Their YouTube channel Crushing. is blowing up. I, they are going to be the biggest thing in paintball, and I'm so stoked for it because you know what? I think it has the ability yes. to like just capture outside eyes. I'm pumped for Dum Dum Paintball. Uh, I can't wait Let's mostly go. for episode three because I have a really sick cameo in episode three. Um, but episode two what, is dropping on Dum Dum Paintball. Bro. Nah, I, I don't know what scoop? I can give away. Come I'm on, not, a little, no, a little no. taste, little, little Come cameo. On. Just yeah, look. Let me just tell you: when the sniper steps on the court, just watch out. <laughs> just watch out. I'm a sniper. Oh damn! That's what I do. It's like that. Holy shit! There he goes. Sniper. There he it's goes. Like that. It's like that. It's like that. It's so good. Damn. Um, so anyway, everybody, dum dum paintball on YouTube and on Instagram, follow them, subscribe, do all the things, do all the things. You won't regret mm -hmm. it. They're funny videos. Dalton's putting a lot of effort and time into these. Um, and it's our way to keep Dalton back in the game. You know, he kind of left for a little bit to pursue real life job and all that kind of stuff. He's a correctional officer. He works his butt off. This is our way to keep him in paintball. So let's support his journey. Um, he's making awesome stuff. It's really entertaining and uh, you guys don't want to miss this episode. So yeah, hundo percento. Yes. Tap in, in tap in, dumb, dumb go paintball. follow, like, subscribe, all the things. Make sure you sign up for Dumb Dumb Paintball. Be they careful have though, Dalton. Um, uh, Ryan might try to start like Idiots Paintball or something. Yeah, so. I heard about that. <laughs> I, heard I did about hear that. about that. <laughs> I heard about Idiots Paintball. Uh, shout out to Ryan, dude. Him and I actually had a ton of fun this weekend in France. It was really cool to travel international with him again. Um, before COVID, Ryan and I did a ton of international travel together, really a ton of, ton of travel in general, uh, doing clinics and, and we played a, on a lot of the same European teams. We were in Australia all the time and, uh, we always have a good time, man. And this weekend it was him, myself, Anthony Vitali and Lori from Boston paintball. We all shared a house. We had a, a beautiful little like cottage that actually, again, Ryan, Ryan found, which was amazing, way better than the hotel we were going to stay at. Um, and uh, it was it was an awesome weekend, you know. It was really cool, really fun. If any if anybody was keeping up, we had a little battle going on of who could figure out the French appliances uh, quicker. He thought he was real funny filming me the first morning. I was struggling with the washing machine, and then yeah, come to find out, he had to do laundry too. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't all yep. <laughs> jokes on him. Last, <laughs> oh, you'll figure it out, dude. Don't you worry, you'll figure it out. Um, it it's is crazy. The real deal. So I. I Dude, I dove in deep in, in, you know, I learned all about French laundry. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I think so French laundry is, so a, is like a restaurant or something. So the scoop, what's the, is, is, yeah. the scoop is this. They actually pride themselves on the amount of time it takes to wash their clothes. They say that their washing okay. machines are way more intuitive than ours. And they spend more time washing your clothes because they are less harsh and harmful to your clothes. So as for like fashion and things like that, it's way better for, for your clothes and the longevity, longevity of them. Um, that's why there's so many different settings and it doesn't have extreme heat to dry. Everything is like kind of a slow process. So it really takes care of them. Another thing is all of the washing machines have internal heaters. 
in order to abide by like the, the, um, energy restrictions. So it takes longer for the water to heat up in the first place to wash. So that, ah. that adds to the process as well. So it's a See. whole thing, right? They're, they're more conservative with their energy than us and you're more delicate on their clothes, this whole thing. So literally it takes like six hours to wash, your cl- wash and dry your clothes. It's crazy. It's insane. Wee oui, wee. Oui. It's insane. It's, yeah. Wee oui, 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 wee for sure. Um, it's going to take a little time. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, yeah, it's always uh-huh. it's always fun in games over there, you know, dealing with the the daily struggles. Um, it's amazing. It was, it it's was a good best. time, dude. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Lord Hormesis, and he was only playing with the men's uh, team USA and the veterans team USA squad, so he had a lot of free time, was enjoying himself, and uh, I, I think they did like a Hormesis photo shoot in Paris, which was really badass right. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was cool. Good trip yeah, for him amazing. as well. So we got to talk about Team USA men's and yes. the over 40, uh, both both placing third, I believe. Uh, walk us through what happened. I didn't see the men's over 40, um, but walk us through kind of what happened there. Yeah, uh, well, the we, both both teams got third place. Um, men's The men's team lost to Great Britain in the semifinals in the uh, veterans team over 40. They lost to France in the finals, I think. Um, and man, I mean, honestly, we got a little outplayed. Um, you could say there was a little bit of shenanigans in the, in the men's thing, uh, mm-hmm. against GB. Those kids are, are hyper aggressive. They run everywhere. If you let them, um, some would argue that maybe somewhere we're playing on with some hits. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, we, I felt we were out of position. I felt we struggled with our personnel in a sense. Um, we're going to have Blake on here in a second and I'm sure we could talk to him about it. He, him and I were like playing this can and uh, he was playing it heads up on the snake side. And in the actual tournament, he was playing the small temple on the Dorito side and playing very well in that spot. Kind of struggled in the can. Um, and we, I don't know. We just didn't really, really find a groove. Um, mm-hmm. We were shooting a lot of people off the break in, in previous matches and in that match, not really getting any of that luck. Um, and, you know, I guess kind of tie goes with the runner. They, they kind of brought it mm-hmm. in, in a point. So we were up two to one with a minute and 20 seconds to go. And they came through the middle um, and scored a point with a couple seconds left. Uh, how okay. they scored that point this, up for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying here. This yeah, is a huge I, I know, talking point. Huge talking I, point, dude. I think it happens hide, a lot more. Cover zones. <laughs> go yeah. hide in cover zones. You don't need to shoot people. You need to protect the buzzer. Um, so y'all can yeah. laugh when you call me a buzzer protector, but I win championships that way. Tyler wins championships that way, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is how you do That's it. Right. Um, That's it. Yeah. I, I didn't a, like our a, game yeah. plan to be completely honest. I, Ryan and I definitely kind of butted heads on this. He wanted to go to the Dorito one heads up to stop a big move from the Dorito one to the Dorito three on the break because they had ran it a few points in a row, but my gun was on that. You know, I missed it the point before, but I was like, no, we don't need a gun on that. Let's go to the Dorito one and look inside. Like, let's look inside to watch the 50 snake gap and the middle of the field. Uh, we argued back and forth and, and Ryan, Ryan won the argument, but lost the war. I guess you could put it that way. Um, and you know, they, they came through the middle. We, we had only one gun on him. Uh, he shot a few of us. Um, honestly, it was kind of chaotic. I don't really recall like exactly how that point had gone down. I just know they didn't go wide on the Dorito side. They went to the Dorito one and then came through the middle, um, and scored with a few seconds left. Then we go to overtime and we actually shot two off the break. So it was a five on three and we lost one really quick. So it was a four on three. And then they got wide into these two spots and 
pinched me and Blake out and shot two of us out of the same bunker, like literally mm. at the same time. So it went from us being Sheesh. up four on three to being down uh, two on three. Um, and then they were able to win and there was, you know, a lot of controversy at the end of it. Again, not my story yeah. to tell really. I didn't personally see anything. So, you know, again, I went over and congratulated those guys. They're the, all the lucky 15s, uh, players were, were like most of the starting lineup. And I'm a huge fan of all those players. I think they're really, really good. They got a lot of talent. They're young, they're athletic. They talk a shit ton of crap, which I think was like kind of the salt on the wound because they, they are just relentless and they, and they definitely cross the line with the shit talking. It's like, okay, hold on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then so after they won, they were not graceful at all. I think that got under Ryan's skin. Ryan definitely went, I've never seen Ryan. Like Ryan is very composed. You know, he'll sometimes go off on like on refs a little bit or a bad call, but never personal, you know, he's actually pretty composed in that manner. Um, always, always has been. This is the first time I've seen him kind of get a little crazy on like the other players. Well, I didn't even see, I heard about it because as soon as our game was done, the U 19s game was about to start the finals match against Norway. So the clock you had started to put ticking. the coach's hat. Yeah. yeah I, I literally had on. to run in. I was super bummed, but I had to like put my coach's hat on. I ran over to their pit. I was like, Hey, good game guys. You know, congrats. Good game. And then, uh, went and coached my kids, but I guess a lot of, a lot of stuff happened on the field in the handshake. It's like, oh man, oh, that, boy. Was, that was heated for sure. First time Live GB action. has won. So they, they beat us in the semifinals and then went on to win the next day against France in the finals. First time GB has won in 11 years. So I guess that's good. That's good Dang. for the sport. I'm a, you know, good friends with Clint Moore. He's one of the OGs, old school players out of, out of England. He plays on lucky 15s, also played on the GB team, uh, retired for some years and then actually just made a comeback and played fantastic. So, Damn. um, you know, well, I was congratulations. Happy Shout yeah, out to the boys. Yeah, I was happy you know? for him. Awesome. Happy for the young guns. We actually are going to get Clint on one of these episodes where we could do a morning show. Clint wants to yes. come on. Um, I would love to Hell have yeah. him. He's he's an OG from that area, from from England, from that part of the world, and and uh, has had a lot of success in European paintball. So happy for him. Love the guy. Um, you know, again, fan of all those those kids, and they definitely have a ton of potential. Um, and the men's they lost to France. They just honestly didn't play very well. I, I don't, I don't, you know, really can't put my finger on it. They just did not play great. They got, they got, you know, uh, they lost a lot of gunfights, just kind of got outplayed. It's well, it's difficult it's, coming together yeah. with a team that, you yeah. know, um, you, it just shows you got to be, you got to practice. You got to know your, your guys and you almost have to be, it's really all about reading the seams. So you have to, you, you have to know a player or an individual well enough to read the seams of their style. And when, you know, 100%. if you don't have that and you don't have those little intricacies, it can be very difficult if you're going up against a team who all lives, you know, in the same tight, tighter pocket and can get together a little bit more. And then you play a team like that and you're probably going to lose, you know, it's just, it's all about that, uh, that connection on the field. You got to be connecting. I totally agree. Ty, uh, yeah. what do you say we get Blake on? We're talking about all this team USA stuff. He was there Yard firsthand. Dog. We definitely want to talk to him about it. He's, he's, he's waiting standby. Yeah. Should we get him in? Mm-hmm. All Bring right. the Yarb Let's dog in. Let's do it. Yarb dog. Yeah. Hunter got, dog. Got Yarb yeah, dog. baby. <laughs> Yarb dog. What up, boys? <laughs> oh, Let's go. how you doing, baby? I'm good. I'm good. I'm looking at this new puppy. Uh, <laughs> we wrestled this. We got him a moose. Yes, nice. we were just talking about. Nice. I was like, I'm pretty sure he picked up a new pup. What's the pup's name? What do we got? We called him Dash. Dash, like Dash. It. That's tight because he just dashed through go. the snow. That's right, Dasher and Prancer. And, uh-huh. yeah, and, and come and, on, sing it. And Yarp. because he's a hound, I, I've been I've been calling him Dashund. 
Dashund. Nice. It's like Heffenbizer. Yeah. <laughs> Ty, we have a new joke. Blake Blake uh wears his Heffenbizer. Ah. You know how much he loves his Heffenbizen. Is it, yes. he loves his wheat okay. his his Bison. <laughs> He's got his Heffenweiser. I think he needs to brand it. He needs to make like, you know, yeah. different beer logoed uh, visors. Like that could be his sponsor. Blake's sponsor should, he should have beer logos of the beer company that sponsors him on his visor. Like that would be iconic. Boom. Get it? Boom. Get it, Tyler? Do you get it? Dude, oh, top yeah, notch. He, and never, <laughs> yeah, nothing less with you. Come on. <laughs> hey, hold on. Hold on. This was my creation. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Let him live. Let him live. I get. Uh, Blake, I get. Yeah. I get three point three percent royalties. Blake. Fair. Oh, it's fair. <laughs> Yarb dog, you were. You must have been thriving in the rain out there in Chicago because you know you always got the Heffenweizen. You know. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That was my moment. He was my time to shine. He's like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. look at all you idiots. <laughs> Y'all got to go back to your uh, gear bags to get whatever you need. Mine's it already on. It took me two seconds, bro. Calm down. It took me two seconds to put my visor on. A heffin visor. Come two on. Two seconds. I didn't need. <laughs> I didn't need any. Heffin visor. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, that's awesome. Yarb, how was that, it out that there that in Europe? Visor is a, that damn visor is a paint magnet, I, I, I will say. It has been lately, huh? Seems like it. Seems like yeah. more lately. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm gonna have to uh, Ooh, you're gonna figure that something. out. Ooh. No way, dude! Come on, let's uh, sorry. Get what was your what question? You? How was how was Europe? Yeah, how was it out there? Uh, it was good. the uh, The weather was was it cooperated quite nicely. Uh, chilly mornings, but you know it. The weather was right at the the breaking point of the paint. If if you get my drift. Um, you know the the paint was you know just just barely sk- skating by with how cool it was in the mornings. Yeah, yeah. Some might even call that the breaking paint. You know, it's just right <laughs> on the right oh, wow. on the we, cusp. We there. are you guys are you guys have been working on those dad jokes. <laughs> it's not a bad joke. It's just a dad joke. It's PT dad joke. What PTG the hell? time, baby. <laughs> Oh lordy! Oh, yeah. that's good. That's old good. Western style. <laughs> Run it. Run it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> yep. The weather's huge, man. You got to have good weather, and it yes. looked like a great time. We we're talking about the venue. That venue was top right. notch. It's crazy. Yeah. The 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 venue is excellent. You know, the, they had uh, massive grandstands that were full. That that that's a big thing, right? Yes. To, to actually fill out the grandstands is. Um, it just makes the event and be, because they were concrete, it would just echo the, uh, the sound of the grandstands onto the field. So man, it just, it was, it was excellent playing conditions. Yeah, it, it was, right. it was really badass being there. Like that was one of the cooler venues I've, I've, I've been in Blake. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think so. The, the turf was not the best turf, but it, but it, it, it sufficed. I, I enjoyed it. The it, turf wasn't it was good. good. Yeah, I, I didn't like right. the turf. Yeah, it was too slippery. That's the only. I hope they can fix it. I think it is something they can fix. You know, but yeah, the turf yep. was was very slippery. You know, Dave sent me some new New Balance shoes, and they were just sharp enough that I didn't slip once. I, it was it was excellent. Wow, nice, nice. Dave Cheney, the man. Shark attack. 
Yeah. Oh, shout out. Dave is architect. Yeah, he is. Those those cleats were, were excellent. I thought they were going to scrape my uh, my ankles, but no, they're great. Hmm. Oh, I know which yeah, ones you're talking nice. about with the uh, the shark blades on the sides. That's right, shark blades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I they remember are. those. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Heck yeah. So, Blake, talk to us a little bit about the event, your team. We were just talking about the Team USA squad. We were talking about our, our shortcomings there. Do you want to talk a little bit about yeah. Team USA sure. and, and, and uh, you know, what you think happened? Why we stunk? Yeah, you know, uh, we Team USA was we had a we had a good roster, you know, uh, a fighting roster that I, I truly believe we could have won that that event with. Um, we met up with Great Britain in the semifinals. Uh, we went to we started the match strong against them, you know, to to go with a two and zero lead, and then they they were running out of time, so they just really started throwing blows at us. We we had good guns off the break, and I I believe the third point we got one or two kills off the break, and they really just started to run at us, and uh, and we let them score points. You know, uh, the there was some shenanigans to to win against us. You know, uh, really a, a ref failure to not call a hit. You know, and it, it was. It was clearly a hit. It's kind of bogus. Uh, we we lost against uh, Great Britain. You know, but anyways, uh, you know, we aren't going to go there. Um, so <laughs> Great Britain faced off against France. And uh, shoot, who won? Great Britain won in overtime. Uh, they did. Uh, yeah, they sure yeah, did. Yeah. OT. Uh, France went ahead and then uh, GB came, ba- came back again and won. Yeah. And Yarb, I do want to pick your brain on this um, because it is uh, an aspect of paintball. It does happen, you know, and and it's really hard to watch paintball games. As a ref, it's the most difficult job. And, and that's why, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you'll have things like that happen. It's not all that common, but there is a marginal aspect of the game where it gets down to the wire. People run through, do it, it moves extremely quick. And then, uh, you know, things like that happen. What's what's the sure. best advice that you would give for mitigating that kind of stuff um, and dealing with it? As it is an aspect of the game, right? So we have to take it right. at face value and head right. on. I mean, yep. Uh, you know, you just can't let leave it up to the ref's discretion. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's plain and simple. If uh, if you leave it up to someone else, you know, you're 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 putting the things in their hands. So you just gotta you gotta play better ball and really put pain on people. So that it's just clear and evident that you are alive. They are dead. I am winning. You are losing. (laughs) That's it, dude. I love that. That's sound advice. Definitely. And, you know, and if it gets down to those positions, um, like Yarber's saying, really dominate the field, you know, shoot the paint. If, If your opponent is showing themselves and put some paint on them a couple more just to make sure it's uh it's kind of part of the sure. game you got people dead man's walking left and right out here i don't know what's going on you know so um yeah we gotta <laughs> we gotta clear the field that's right I, I saw a dead man walk uh from uh warsaw who did they do that against they did that <laughs> against um oh, no the way. In- <laughs> yeah oh, from the rangers yeah, yeah, from the Rangers, uh, Marcelo's alma mater. 
Yeah, well, what's funny is I actually used to play for the Rangers. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So is that where they got that from, from you? Yeah, I taught them that. There we go. (laughs) I mean, you know, his execution was pretty good, but uh, he failed. He he got it down to a one-on-one and lost the one-on-one, so Mm. that moment didn't go very well. Um, Hold on. So and there dead, was some dead, great. He dead man walked all the yeah, way to a one on one. Yeah, it was. Uh, he shot oh. two dudes and then lost the one on one. Oh, damn! So close. Yeah, I, I didn't see that. And, I, and you said it was against the Tauntauns. Yeah, it was yeah, uh, early on. The whole game. Let's see. I think. Yeah, worst. It was their first match against the Tontons early in for well, it was about midday on Friday. Wow. Um what was, boy, there what was, was your there favorite were some food? fantastic I'm sorry, what? Food? Um yeah, what was your favorite food you ate out there? Man, we I didn't have a great I was just telling more <laughs> that for 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 it being in France, I just you know, the the food wasn't what it could have been. You know, yeah. French cuisine is some of the best. I, I love going to France for that reason. And we had two, we had pizza two nights in a row. And um, actually, at I the venue, say I disagree. A, oh, you're saying you don't like the French cuisine? Yeah. When you go, yeah, usually not a fan. I know. Um, I I hear what you're saying, but if you you know if you if you do a little research, you can find some great food for sure. But that's anywhere, right? And so they have some of the best restaurants in the world in France for sure. I've definitely had really damn good food in France, but I find that on average you can run into a letdown. And so for me, when I'm like you know judging how I think food in a in a country is, it's more like the the average. You know, know, how easy is it to just go out and get a good meal? Um, Dude, we got some pizza. Friday night and everything was closed. It was like the only place open and it was so terrible. It was like, it was like the seven alleged. As soon as I walked in, I was like, Oh gosh, this isn't even a, it's a fast food pizza place. If that makes sense, like pizza's already kind of fast food, but it's a fast food version. It's like, seems fake. It's like a toy (laughs) or like a seven 11 version of, of pizza, you know, like, like uh, up on the, the menu was like, it looked like a you know busted up Jack in the Box. I don't even know how to explain it. It was the fast food version of a pizza place. Like that's that's how to explain it. But yeah. pizza is already fast food. <laughs> it was like it was so bad. It was so bad. There was um ham and hot dogs on our pizza when it was supposed to just be pepperoni and mozzarella. Oh boy, ham and hot dogs, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know, like same thing. But there was sure. a slice of ham and then cut up hot dogs. It was crazy. Sounds like a that sounds like a uh, a prison uh, pizza. <laughs> it was something like that. Yeah, it was gnarly. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know, I, I miss, I miss for that regard. I miss, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know what the pr- the proper pronunciation, but I'm gonna try. I think it's Chantilly. Chant- Chantilly. Um, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right there. Chant- Chantilly. You know, uh, yeah. where the event used to be for a lot of years. Anyways, the boulangerie right outside that front gate. Oh my, my god, dude! Excellent. That yeah. was my favorite part. You know, yeah. I. During the break, she could walk over there, get a little, get a little espresso shot and uh, a nice uh, croissant or a, a baguette or whatever. See, that's what they that's what they have the best of is their bakeries, the bakeries and the pastries and stuff. Oh my gosh, it's amazing! You get just to die for just coffees and uh, 
chocolate croissants and all the little like pastries, the quiches, dynamite. Uh huh. Dynamite. Yeah. Dynamite. Yeah. Totally. You know, steak. You not so your, much. You get your uh, your little bread and a nice cigarette and sit up front <laughs> and watch people. <laughs> bread and a stogie, dude. How many cigarettes did you smoke while you were out there, dude? Did you see the girl that was just hammering away, rolling those cigarettes? No, this was. Oh my gosh, dude. All three days she was in the grandstands with like a giant bucket of tobacco (laughs) and she was rolling cigarettes. Dude, it was mesmerizing. She was, she was probably rolling one every like seven seconds. And so she had this little contraption that she would stuff all the tobacco in and then put the, the hollow cigarette thing at the end. And then this like slider would come across like, like cocking a gun almost. And then she would have a cigarette. Dude, she oh, was wow. she was a pro. It was dynamite. She was just <laughs> ripping them, dude. It was hilarious. <laughs> she, she was firing away to uh, people, or she was smoking? Uh, I didn't see her hand them out or smoke. I think she was just, I don't know, maybe it was for personal use or for sale later. I have no clue. You know, I just Sounds saw like she's a fan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was she was rocking, dude. <laughs> she was rocking. It was fun. Dude, uh, European the, paintball is so fan? much fun. Uh, it's the best. Oh, I love yeah. European paintball, dude. Yeah, yeah, it was, it, it was great, and 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 this weekend in particular, there were there was great matchups. You know, uh, that whether it be the field or I think it was just the the level of competition was so tight. Yeah, um, you know, you had the the Nations Cup that went to overtime. You had the uh, the final game that went to overtime uh, against Tontons and Carnage. Mm-hmm. And th- and that was you know for 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 what it was uh, two French teams meeting in the finals in a French venue you know that that was pretty cool huge huge for sure yeah I I mean the Nations Cup the U16s or sorry the U19s went to to overtime as well you know like right, yeah, there were a right. ton of that game was epic too Blake oh my gosh you did did you get to watch that the U19s no no because oh. we had to go play what do you mean no one was playing at that time. Um, it was that it was when the, the, the tournament was over, like for that day, uh, right? It was, it was at the end of the day. Yeah. Damn, yeah. I know it? what you're talking about. Yeah. It was, oh. I, no, I, I, I seem to, I think the Polish were playing and I was trying to help them that, or something like that. Yeah. I, I could hear the grandstand stands going off, but yeah, yeah, I missed it. Oh dude. It was, it was epic. It was something else, man. It was so cool to see like. Just those kids in that moment, it was like a World Cup final, you know, that people were cheering it. We, we already talked about this a little bit earlier, but it was so cool to see these kids like experience this, you know, uh, this level of play like in front of. It was unbelievable. I, I was just like and the whole. Go ahead. And they were playing Germany. Uh, they played Norway. Norway. Oh, yeah. yeah that Norwegian team. They were they were good. There were some big kids. There were some big kids, dude. There were some kids on Norway and Germany where I was like, "Hold up, nah, nah, you're not, you're not, you're not under nineteen. There's no way." It was crazy. <laughs> right, right. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> some shenanigans. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm surprised you, as the coach, didn't pull their cards. Eh, I don't want to win like that. If you say you're on the team, you're on the team. I believe in my kids. I knew they could have beat anybody. Well, they did. Yeah, they yep. delivered. I, I heard Brandon had a good uh, match. Brando played fantastic. He was the uh, he was my finals MVP for sure. He had this one point that was, I mean, dude, it was nuts. Uh, we were down two to one, 
And uh, it was a long point, and it comes down to a one-on-one. He was, like, completely out of paint. He has, like, two balls in his in his gun. I'm not even kidding. I, I think he had one because he took his loader off and emptied it afterwards to show us. He had one ball, and he goes from the 50 Dorito inside, like, all the way uh, the Norwegian kid is in the snake corner. He gets one bunker away from him, posts up on the tape because he hears him. He hears the Norwegian player shoot tape side, so he posts up on the inside and waits for him, and he comes out and just whack one ball. Shoots him right in the goggles. Wow. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I was like, that was spectacular, dude. How did you do that? Yeah, I mean, it was it was amazing. Um, so I was like, okay, that's a big, big moment, obviously. Um, and, uh, you know, then we went on to win. So I was like, eh, that's finals MVP stuff right there. I see. Yeah, the, the, the kids look like they're having a good time. Totally. Dude, he's like a totally. proud dad out there um, having the time yeah. of his life. <laughs> yeah, you know. For sure. Yeah, they they played really good. Uh, as far as the men go, you know, I I think that we had a good team. I think we played out of position a little bit. I think if we moved our posi- our personnel around a little bit, uh, I think we would have had better results. Um, mm-hmm. the uh, the forty and over uh, that was surprising. I thought they were going to walk through, but the French man, they came in strong. Yeah, uh, and just dominated. Yeah, I was surprised too. I thought they were going to totally walk through. I agree with you. Um, but yeah, they. And who was on that team? Do you have any idea if there were any of the old Tauntaun sure. players? Yeah. Or like who was? You know, it's. Uh, I only remember seeing one player that I knew. I didn't look very hard, but it was uh, played for uh, the Tauntaun. He a little chunkier dude. He quit about four years ago, and I had his name in my mind until you Two asked the ago. question. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Shoot, what the heck was Blaked out. Dumb, dumb paintball. <laughs> I, I blaked out. I blaked out. Yarb. Dude, shout yeah, out to um, dumb, dumb paintball. This is a perfect moment for us to keep hyping it. New uh, video on their YouTube. Go check it out. It's going to be amazing. Yes. I'm sure Yarber's in it, you know, crushing it. <laughs> Yarber's the head dumb, dumb, dude. I'm the head dumb, dumb. No better captain. <laughs> Lead me. Just follow me into the sun, sunset. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dude, shoot. Rock and roll. Um, I don't. Uh, yeah, I know there's an old Tauntaun player on the team. I can't think of his name either. Louis. 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 Yeah. I yeah, got it. Okay. I got All right. It. Well, <laughs> you did. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know. Again, like our team should have won. You know, it was, it was definitely a little bit of a letdown, Um, but they played well, man. And and that's the thing that I don't think people understand is it's really hard to win in Europe, right? It's just a little bit different. Uh, The, the style you're seeing is different. The moves are different. They don't want you to win. You know, Um, you got all sorts of factors and variables that are coming into play. You really do. And, and so that's why winning over in Europe is like one of the more special things in paintball you know and as Mm -hmm. as an athlete is if you get a win over there it's it means a lot because it's so difficult and that's why man for those kids i honestly i'm i'm on cloud nine i i cannot like say enough how stoked i am for the kids and and you know (laughs) them going over there and and getting to have that experience it was so dang cool um but yeah our our men's team and our veterans team couldn't get the job done you know and and it's unfortunate because uh i think both 
both teams absolutely had the roster to do it. We just didn't put it together. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I should make myself clear that, um, you know, uh, it, it wasn't going to be an easy road. The, uh, the French team was stacked, uh, sure, and the, nice. the Jeep, the great Britain team, they were, they were, they were on fire, you know, yeah. it, uh, and clearly they beat us and yeah. then, and then they went and beat the French and in, in overtime, uh, th- those are two great teams. It, yeah. You know, I'm that what I was saying was that we had a great team and, and totally. you know, we could have went and won, but, but those were two solid teams. Totally. Totally. Two very solid so, teams. Um, who won the yeah, I would, 40 I would and like, over? France did. France. France. Dude, imagine how stoked those guys are right now. They're like, bro, they got this huge trophy. Just ripping every alcoholic beverage under the sun out there in France. Just dominating. <laughs> yeah, they're probably you know, stoked. Fun. Yeah, they were probably in ice baths with stoogies in their mouths. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Oh, damn. What were you about to um, say, but, though, Blake? Yeah, the, uh, but the rest of the event, it was great. Uh, you know, uh, I'm just going to go just kind of break down some of the teams and some of the players that I saw last weekend. Uh, um, Fabian from uh, Joy Division, he was on fire on that stank side. He had really explosive moves on a stank side that was was very tough uh, he's Bobby a huge got, ptg supporter as well shout out to him we're gonna get him on the show here pretty soon oh oh no kidding I didn't came know up and made oh, sure wow. to let us know uh how much he loved the show and, and for sure I, I i listen i probably listen have listened to about 90 percent of your guys' shows so like i enjoy them whoa damn holy shit damn y'all you know, know that that's tight oh yeah yeah almost i mean if I'm, i might be missing one or two but but i i got most of them down Damn, bro. That's awesome. Thanks, you right. uh, No uh, wonder you, you sometimes you seem like you're sick of me at practice. Oh, that uh <laughs> you noticed, huh? <laughs> you're like, yeah, oh, I've man. been listening to you all week. <laughs> what the um I I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> no, you know, Marcelo, you do a great job on, on your podcast. You you're you're the way that you articulate yourself, um, I wish I had your ability to uh um, spit out the English language. You know, me, me. I speak monkey first and then English. Uh, you know, you, it, it's a joy listening to you and Tyler talk. And thank Absolutely. you, dude. appreciate that. Yeah. You do dude. great too. I, you you underestimate yourself, but your your episode. You've been on a few times now, but your like full episode was fantastic. You did Big a great numbers. job. Yeah, yeah. People love your feedback you. too. You know, be yarb. Thank you. Thank you. Be yarb. Yard, Dude, OG baby. goat status immediately. Come into the Discord. OG goat status for Yarber. Bring him on Straight in. Straight up. Straight <laughs> up. Straight yeah. to the goat cheese. <laughs> Straight to the goat cheese. Goat shit only, baby. You know how it goes. Come on. So, Yar- Yar- <laughs> Jesus. Yarb, talk to me a little bit here about uh, European paintball and like the difference between European paintball and US paintball right now. Okay. It's current carnation. Okay, you know, uh, I didn't, I didn't come. I missed. Uh, how many events were there this year, Marcelo? Was there four or three? Three. There was three. Okay, so I missed the first event. I came in on the second, um, and you could just tell that in the second event that the teams were a little slower to 
pick up the the team style or not team style, but you know, they were just missing on some cylinders, you know, uh, some, some of that team ball. Yes. Uh, but, but this event, man, this was some great, great European paintball. The teams were, were, were coming out strong. I saw a lot of, uh, really great. It, it was a joy to watch paintball this weekend. Um, yeah. but the, so the, the difference between, European and American paintball, you know, the Tauntauns, I think are a great example. They're, they're, they really play with their foot on the gas pedal. They're, they're a lot of fun to watch. They, you know, typically in the past, uh, and this weekend, they, they're really good shooters off the break and, and they're just flying down the wings. Uh, you know, really, really quick paintball, uh, Joy Division, they were always really solid, working together, locking things out. Uh, Carnage, man, th- those guys are are really becoming a powerhouse. And, you know, e- evidently, yeah, they, they yeah, went they to the finals well. this event. Um, <clears throat> you know, I don't know what their 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 practice schedule, but, but they're, Carnage, they're, they just play very solid paintball. They, they're not, ex- you know, it, if I were to, to describe it, I wouldn't say that they're explosive. They're just, they don't make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. They play steady. They play steady. Yes. They, for sure. It, that's a great way to word it. They play steady. Absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, I definitely agree. Yeah. You know, and then you had section section is a new team that, that I, I saw last event and they were, they didn't look, all too hot, but this event they they came out they they beat Outrage in the first round on Sunday and then and then lost to Carnage, I believe. Um, so the second event, I know they 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 were missing like three of their main guys. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, and they didn't look great, but yeah, they looked fantastic. This last one, I think they had Grayson playing with them as well. They did have Grayson. I saw some good points out of Grayson. Yeah. Um. You know, Slava Slava has put together a team of random individuals that that have you know really dominated the the year through. Uh, I don't know how. I think they did they go to the finals the first event. No, no they, they lost. Yeah, they, they got lost third. against PPA in the semifinals. And they and should then, have. They should have went to the finals. Honestly, they they got a they got a rough call, a painful call in the overtime point right. against PP Arena. Um, right. But yeah, they. Uh, They've been playing great. Slava has an amazing team. Yeah, and then they uh, they lost in the Ocho's to Lucky 15s at the last event. Um, and then here they lost in the semifinals as well. They lost to Carnage. So anyways, you know, th- that's a, a great team with Kyle Berry and, and Paya, probably one of my favorite players. Um, definitely out of Europe. You know, he's just a phenom. He's like Tyler, you know, a transformer. A uh, really Amazing. very intelligent player on the on the field. He he is a joy to watch. Totally. And you know, I I, I don't get it. He's six foot seven, going on six foot eleven. I don't know what it is, but you find him in a snake all the time. Just this monster of a human. And and Tyler, you do the same. You know, you guys gravitate towards a snake a lot, which is which is funny with your guys' size. Yeah. Um, you know what is interesting about team. that 
is uh yeah go ahead. because we're because we're six like i'm six two maybe a little taller than six two right around there but and he's taller than i am but the range of motion we can cover when i go to like yeah, when he goes to snap shoot out of the side and to get to the other side that range of motion is quick so i can get you know from that side of the bunker to this side sure. quicker because sure. i just have a bigger range of area to cover so like being in a snake uh w is kind of an advantage for a tall person because you can cover a wider variety of range of shooting out of spots kind of which is kind of interesting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. totally yeah yeah you know it, it, uh, you know, there's all these stats about uh, tall people, and uh, let's let's go to hockey. Well, I mean, let's go to all the, the major sports: basketball, uh, football. You know, all these major sports. It, you, you have a clear advantage in height, and I, and I always thought that paintball was unique. You know, you could be small and have, and and clearly you do. But but uh, lately, man, I, I I truly believe that having height in the game right now is, is an advantage. I, I think like so. Yeah. With, with these new bunkers and how they're placing them and having all these big structures along the 50 yard line, like I can't play, I'm limited in my field of view and it makes it actually predictable and easy for teams to exploit my blind right. spot. If I can't really come over the top, I have to go from one side. And then if I'm going to switch, I have to go all the way to the other. That's a chance for a player to make a big move on me. Whereas like you can just like tuck in and come over the top, get a quick scan, decide what you want to do and go from there. You know, I, I think it makes a huge difference these days. Uh-huh. I'll take that over being like a smaller target to shoot, trying to run somewhere off the break. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. I, think, I think for, you know, certainly it's a, it's a little bit of an advantage for the middle, especially. Yeah. So shout out to the, the tall players and the big players. Y'all got mm-hmm. action, baby. Yeah. Let's go action. Live action. Got action. Yeah. Live action. All right. Come on. Yard, Who's ha- seen turtle man? Who's seen turtle man? The show. Live, live action. action yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Come live on. Action. <laughs> 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 love that guy Dude, he's the best yarb how was brute out there did you get any brute love i i did i did i, I sold a couple packs you know and, there we and, go. and got a lot of good feedback oh um, nice yeah it was good it you know and, and and funny enough it was it was quite sunny so so i did have a lot of people reaching out and asking if they could if not buy some, borrow some sunscreen to smear all over the face. I don't understand when someone says, can I borrow some sunscreen? Yeah, you can use it. Did anyone pay you back? Uh, yeah, they just, you know, took a towel and they gave me the towel. <laughs> yeah, because you can't borrow sunscreen. You know yeah. what I mean? Can't borrow It's impossible. It. Yeah. Impossible. But hey, while we're on the subject, shout out the socials so people can tap in on the socials and the website so they can pick up the best sunscreen in the world that is eco-friendly and and just doing amazing stuff in in the world, you know, just helping people protect their skin and not damaging our amazing planet while you're at it. That, that that's a huge one to me is, you know, is not damaging us and not damaging the planet. That's But thank you boys, thank you. Yeah, you got to plug no, the socials. You, yeah, yeah. What is it, Yarp? He didn't. He didn't get. Oh, that sorry. Too. He didn't. He didn't sorry, realize sorry. that we were lobbing yeah. him a softball to to oh, help oh, his yeah, business. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, dumb dumb paintball coming in strong right here. Another, another plug, another shameless plug. Plug with uh, some dumb dumb paintball. Go check out Send that it. that second episode. Uh, and then after you go watch that dumb dumb episode, why don't you go to thisisbrute.com 
or at yep. this is brood at on Instagram. Yes, love it. Come check there us. Yeah, check us, baby. I love. Yeah, we it. got some. We got some new stuff coming. Uh, should be should be uh, at World Cup. Hell yeah! We'll, uh, Can you share what it and, is? You know. No, I can't. Come not, on, dude. Not, what do you mean? Not till tomorrow. Just not until tomorrow. Tomorrow's the day. Well, guess what? This doesn't it go live tomorrow. until tomorrow, Yarb. Well, okay. I meant the day after then. Come on. No, let us live, dude. No, this is, no. What do you mean? What do you got? <laughs> uh, yeah, we Come on. we got some stuff coming. We got a little bag coming, which I think you guys are going to like, and uh, um, some beer bomb. Beer bomb, Woo! baby. Nice. Yeah. Love that. I mean, we, we got some more stuff coming. I I just, I, I got to confirm that it'll be ready in time. Of course. I'm really awesome excited about it. some of these products coming out. So, awesome. you know, I, I, I think that it's, it, you know, obviously I like the stuff. That's why I'm bringing it out. And I totally. think you guys are too. Dude, we nice, support, dude. man. Yeah, I, I love this stuff, Yarb. I, I really do. I don't. I, it's funny. It's, I, I don't use sunscreen. I never did. Never have always, you know, when I was young, I got sunburned once and I was literally on the couch for like a week because I was peeling and blistering. I was in the sun all day at the beach. Um, and ever since then it's weird. Like I, I don't really burn. I, I can get pretty red and then the next day it's gone and put a little aloe on it. Next day it's like gone. Just kind of how my skin is. So I'm always like, eh, I don't really use sunscreen as I'm getting older. I'm starting to realize it's probably not wise, not smart. But I I've never yeah. liked to put like the chemicals on my body, you know. I just don't want to yeah. don't want to do that, dude. I love your stuff. I do. I, it's like there's definitely times when I'm coaching now and we're not in. I'm not in as much gear as you know when I'm normally at the field all day. I'm in my playing gear, so I'm usually covered. But now I'm doing a lot more coaching, and it's like your legs are exposed, your arms are exposed, and you do that four days in a row, and all of a sudden your your arms are toasted. And dude, the the sunscreen has been amazing. I I absolutely love it. You've done a fantastic job with it. You know, I, I don't know if it's just a trick on my mind, but on really hot days, just putting the sunscreen on uh, seems to keep me cooler too. You know. Oh, interesting. It, it yeah. You know, is it reflecting ten percent of the rays? I'm, I don't know, but it, it just seems to keep me a little cooler. I don't know if that's a placebo effect or whatnot, but dude, it's it's yeah, definitely deflecting at least ten percent. I'll definitely I'll put a stamp on it. Ten percent at least. Ray reduction. <laughs> hey, Yarb, while we, hmm. while we got you, brother, I, I want to talk a little bit about our Chicago performance and obviously, you know, Dynasty and, uh, and, and Heat. We both, you know, neither one of us made the finals. Um, Tyler and I talked a little bit about, you know, Heat and, and our perspective of Dynasty, I think, last week on the show. We, I think uh, we addressed it, right, Ty? Yeah, we did. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, but, you know, I just kind of want to would like to, you know, get your take on on it. Um, I know a lot of the fans and a lot of the people listening are are uh, curious as to, you know, what happened, why uh, we weren't able to make it to the finals and um, probably would like to hear from you. OK, uh, we're speaking dynasty, you're, you're saying? Yeah, dynasty. OK, yeah, absolutely. I just want to uh, I just want to give a shout out to a, a buddy of mine, Kevin, Kevin Cool. He uh, came out of retirement yeah. and came out and played on Tauntauns and, and really was a heater out there. He was, um, yeah. yeah. I bounced you know, him every single time. He went. Did to you the, really? He told me. Wow. He told me after the game. He was like, you bounced me every point. And coach told me, keep going. <laughs> wow. Every point. 
Uh, it did break on him like twice and he came out, but out of the, you know, seven points we played, he said, I bounce him every time. I was like, no, no, why? Yeah, you know, I, I, I saw a lot of people getting bounced off the break out there. Which was weird because the paint was so brittle. It was like breaking in the right. guns. It was super brittle. And yeah. then it was like yeah. also bouncy. That's the paintball I, gods. That, yeah, that's, I know. This it, is a valuable lesson bizarre. for everybody um, because there's been a lot of tournaments where I've really thought like, there's no way you can make it wide. Or you can't do this. You can't do that. Yes, you can. Because it just yeah. doesn't always fall the way you think, you know, and, and sometimes paint. Yeah. Anyway, um, they, they were showing me some paintballs in Europe that they were, you know, dropping from their knee and it was breaking. Oh, yeah. And, and we were, we were, we were shooting that stuff and we we're bouncing people. It's just, you know, what, what in the world? <laughs> what in the world? What world? What in the world? All right. Yeah, that's right. So dynasty. All right. Action. So, all right. Coming at you live. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, yeah, pertaining, okay. <laughs> pertaining dynasty. That's right. Brute. This is brute. This is brutemedia.com. Dude, brute media <laughs> is a dope. That is dope. And you could just, it could be like, oh, Blake, do you follow that Instagram page? Nature is metal. Oh, yeah. yeah that's excellent. Dude, brute media. Brute would be media. great. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, it's my just God. Paintball players getting devoured. Is that what it is? Just no, yes. just like just brute stuff. But yeah, paint, yeah, yeah, paintball players getting overshot and devoured. That's great. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to go get JC and Dylan on the show <laughs> or on on, yeah. the, on the media. Hell yeah, we'll just follow, we'll just follow yeah. those two around. Yeah, yeah, they're the good. And, and, and add Rainy into the mix. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I like it. Get them all in there. <laughs> um, you know about Chicago. Uh, you know the weather, weather coming in like that and raining really hard. It, uh, you know, it it really puts uh, an outstanding variable on on top of good play. You know, is your your gear going to be uh, totally. uh, compatible? You know, are your plays compatible? You know, and what I mean by are your plays compatible? If you're shooting people good off the break and it starts raining right. heavily, your paint's not flying straight. Maybe you're still hitting them, but they're diving in the mud. The ref can't find the hits. You know, it, it just adds so many variables when it, when weather turns sour like that. Um, and the, you know, the, the Russians were flying, uh, flying around on us, you know, and, and, and we were, we had some good points against them and then, uh, but they, Wait. uh, Real, yes. real quick to interject, you just said something so damn wise and really good for the listeners. Um, if the plays are compatible, that is so important. When the weather changes, your plays need to change. Well, not always, but they might need to change for exactly right. that reason. Like if you're having a lot of success running, but it's super slippery, well, you're going to need to change your plays. If you're sure. having a lot of su success shooting people on the break, but it's so rainy that like the paint's kind of going everywhere and you can't really see because smoke's coming out of your barrel because it's also cold or they're getting hit and easily able to slide it off. It's like not sure. You might need to change your plays to like a more aggressive kind of style. Um, having your plays compatible to the elements is very important. That's a, that's a, mm -hmm. that's a, a, a great line right there. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's a a point where we were playing LVL, and I dove into uh, one of the the center bunkers, came up, and I was trying to to find the guy, and I got smoked around the goggles. I never even saw the guy; I couldn't see through my lens. There's just so much rain. Yeah, 
um, that rain, rain was and dirt crazy. on my limb. I mean, it there was, was a yeah. moment when I was standing there watching, and I was like, "Holy shit, it's really raining! Like it's really, really raining right now." <laughs> Damn. Yeah, you know that that was that was proper paintball rain. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. You were you were uh, you were outside our pits when we were playing, Tyler. Um, you know those, those those pits just started filling with water like they did in Dallas. When was that? That was fifteen twenty eight. 15? Was that 15? Yeah. Well, I, th- I think there was like two years where Dallas just filled up with... was the crazy uh, one, though. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, man, there were so many crazy, crazy ones. But yeah, that that the one that you're speaking of in 15, that was a nightmare. But coming in the pits and, you know, you're walking in ankle-deep water and you're thinking, oh, my gosh, this is another one of these. Yeah, it definitely adds um, another variable to the game, you know? Um, yeah. I personally, yeah. I don't know. I grew up in Modesto and it was always raining in the central Valley for some reason. I don't know why it rained so much in the Valley, but it did. So Rich Telford would always belittle us if we weren't out there and you would like be mm-hmm. shunned upon, you know, you would be, uh, cast out from the group <laughs> if you didn't show up for the rainy days. And there was a lot of them. So I, I weirdly kind of enjoy it, but that kind of rain that, that was happening during those games was kind of abnormally heavy. It was, it was unbelievable. Crazy. It was unbelievable. <laughs> there was a point I literally couldn't see anything. It, it was actually the, it was the point that I got the major. That was the last one alive. And I knew like, okay, we're up a point. We're going to lose the point for sure. Guaranteed. We're going to lose the point. Cause it was like a three on one at that point. And I did like kind of ran out of my bunker and, and John wick one handed, like tried to shoot the guy going for the buzzer, but he shot me first. And I still mm-hmm. shot him and I got a penalty, <laughs> but I couldn't, I couldn't believe oh, that I yeah, shot right. him. I was like, ref, yeah. I don't think I shot him. I can't see. And he's like, <laughs> I don't think you shot him either. But then the other ref said I did shoot him. And then they did the replay and I did shoot him. <laughs> I was like, but I literally couldn't see a thing out of my goggles. He's I think blind. that kind of rain is fun. Uh, cold rain is miserable and it sucks, but that rain wasn't cold. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like, it's fun. Like I enjoy playing in that sure. kind of rain. It got it a little crazy. chilly, but it wasn't anything like, dude, like Amsterdam a few years back. Oh my right. god, that was miserable. Boy, that, oh my oh, god, yeah. that was miserable. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and you know, there's there's only one thing worse than uh, playing in the rain, and that's losing in the rain. Oh, facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, facts. And, and so, gross. okay, so so us losing. What what happened, Blake? Uh, you know, we lost Dalton. Uh. uh you know, Dalton is just such a monster on the D side. And I, I hate saying that because, you know, I, I don't want teams to look at him and, and evaluate because he's a monster over there. Yeah. But the he, good teams but know, he, man. He, yeah, you know, and, and, and he deserves that, that, that do, um, you know, Dalton hurt his leg. And so we lost him for, uh, was it all of Sunday? Yeah. yeah all of Sunday. Yeah. What did he do for the um, listeners? What's going on with Dalt? Uh, he stubbed his toe. <laughs> Big toe. <laughs> it kidding. happens. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, no, he, he uh, strained his hamstring, I believe, right? Is, is that correct, mm. Marcelo? Yeah. Yes. You know, well, we hope he heals up just, quick, man. He's an animal. Yeah. I, I talked to him yesterday. He's uh, feeling a lot better already. I think he was faking it. I think he just didn't want to play. 
Oh, I don't. I doubt that. <laughs> of course, I'm kidding. He geared up. Oh my god, he's the he, best. He geared up. I know. Uh, Dude, in he the was rain. ready. He wanted to. Yeah, he he, yeah. he wanted to be in there, man. I felt so bad for him because he was uh, playing lights out. I mean, yeah, Dalton is is just he is an addition to your team that will almost guarantee you to make a deep run Sunday. He's one of those kind of players, you know. Um, he's just one of those kind of players. He's special. He changes the dynamic of your team. Um, and so not having him, yeah, of course that, that definitely hurts. Yeah. I, ultimately I think, uh, we could have moved some players around and we would have saw some success from that. I would have liked to play the one over there. Yeah. <clears throat> we had, we had plenty yep. of bodies that could have, but I would have liked to. Right. Yeah. You know, it, your performance in World Cup playing as the one, you know, I would, I would love to have seen that. I like attacking. It's way more fun. Way more fun. Way better. I don't know role. what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, attacking? Who? No, that's not, we don't do that. Paintball, that's what it's, that's the game right there. Yarber, you know better than anybody, you know. But Yarber. When you get on your wheels and uh, and start attacking, that's that's what makes paintball the most fun is when you can start doing that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, but yeah, we got to say like, it can't just be that we lost Dalton. Um, yeah. You know, what do you think? Break it. Down. Um, break it down for the listeners. Yeah, you want me to break it down? Give a little something, dude. It's okay to share a little something with the listeners. The enemy, the enemy is listening intently right now. <laughs> Maybe it's the best opportunity to give them what they want to hear. All right. Um, <laughs> well, I tripped. Tyler I has a pen in hand. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Hold on. He's like record timestamp. Yeah. What do we got? Uh, it don't matter. Oh. It don't matter. What does matter is getting ready for World Cup. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That is I'm the truest. That. Yeah. We all fell short at the last event. And, you know, I'm sure we'll be pushing deep into Sunday and, and looking to battle it out in the finals at World Cup. It's going to be an amazing tournament. Extremely excited to see everybody in Florida. As always, Ty. World Cup is always popping. Pretty crazy, Ty. Fun fact. Um, it was the first time since Philly of last year that a PTG member has not been in the finals of a major. Holy is that shit. right? Wow. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. A little bit Ooh. of paintball f- IQ Ching. facts. Of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Play the and game. Play the game. Play the baby. game. We were just talking about how it all started in Prague, and we're going to make some cool shirts that are like an homage to 2018 Prague with the Expendables. Um, that's where Play the Game essentially was like birthed out of that event there. Mm-hmm. You know, all you got to do is take a light and and shine it into my ear, and it will project that moment because I can see it right now. Play Dude. the game, Harbor. Yeah, <laughs> dude, we were it. on one. We were on one, and we were going for we it. Were, and we won, we were, boy. Dude, we won. Yep, yep, yep. It, it was impact. fun to play like that. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. That, that was, was total tip. flow state. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Freedom. Yeah, go back and watch that game. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go back and watch that game. How about uh, that? How about that? Hell yeah. How about that? How about that? <laughs> you were you were on. How fire. about it? 
Yeah, Yar, brother, we got to let you go because Colton Dahl's waiting to hop on the line. But I love you, man. Thank you so much for joining we us. We love Yarber. Is, is there anything else you want to leave the listeners with? Uh, you know, uh, World Cup is going to be insane this year. Um, gosh, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, we fell short at the last event, but I kind of see that as a small gift, you know, to, to really sharpen our swords. But, uh, heard that, you know, and that, that is, uh, sport wide for everybody. Uh, looking forward to seeing everybody out there. Uh, I will be in, uh, Illinois at blast camp this weekend and then Indiana. Sorry. Uh, I'll be at Texas the weekend, two weekends after that. I'll be at ICPL. I got a lot of paintball coming up. So I'm going to see you folks out there. Please come say hi. Yes. Right. Take a nice picture job. with Yarb Dog and tag PTG. We'll post it up. Yarber, you also got to send us a picture of Dash. We always uh, love tapping yes. in with the animals, all the animals of PTG. So send us a, like a, a family picture of all you and the squad, all the dogs. We definitely need that. Oh yeah. You want to see you want you guys want to see Laura's three dogs, huh? Hunter, dogs. Dash, and Blake. <laughs> yep. Hound dog. And Blake. Love you too. Love you, bro. Later, brother. Be, be well. You too, brother. <laughs> Yarb dog. Oh my god. Yarby, dude. He's the what best. A gent. You could tell he's tired. That's like I feel like that's the most tired I've heard him in a long time. We both of us, dude, exhausted, man. A long trips back. And it's like it's been it's kind of compounding, you know, like you just cut 30 minutes of sleep each night over a long period of time and then occasionally, you know, like 4 hours of sleep. Like we did that show last week how to, you know, dive in, edit, get it all up, and then only slept like two hours that night, woke up super early, get down to the airport, hardly sleep on the plane, wake up at, you know, 8 a.m. the next day in France, go straight to the field all day. That first night, I literally went home, got in the shower, got out of the shower, and it was like 9.30, and I was laying in bed in the towel. I haven't been this exhausted in a long time. I was like, I haven't eaten yet. Fuck it, kind of. I'm I'm just going to I'm sleeping. I fell asleep and I've slept for like, like 10 hours. It's crazy. And then, Damn. and then the rest of the trip, I like had trouble sleeping. Cause you, now you've got like a little bit of jet lag. It's hard. It's crazy, dude. The grind is real. We come dude, back welcome. and we're right back in it, baby. Right, right back, back in, in it. it. Welcome All to right. international travel. It is no joke. It is no joke. It is no joke. It is no joke. Yeah. All right. We're getting Colton, Colton doll. Dude. On the line. Colton doll. Shout out to New York Wrecking I'm Crew. excited to get the other man on the line. Let's go. Are we going to leave a voicemail? We're definitely going to leave a voicemail. He's got it on silent. Colton, doll, awareness. Hello. Hey, yes. Colt 45. We got him. What's up? What's up, dude? What's up? How are you? We're uh, we're, well. we're great. We're really good here. Yeah, doing very well. We just had Blake Yarber on for a while. We were going to call you a little sooner, but Yarber, uh, you know, he he got into some some fun stuff. So we were a little longer than than we thought we were going to be. What kind of fun stuff? You know, we were talking about paintball and our recent events and how we did and. 
how we could do dumb, better dumb and what was wrong. You know, dumb, dumb paintball, all sorts of tangs. That's fun. Yeah, absolutely. Super fun. What are you up to? Sounds I know it's late where you're at. You sleeping? I thought you usually stayed up to like 2 a.m. Jet lag. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah, literally very. just saying that. Col- <laughs> Colton, was this European event your first time going to Europe? First time, like, overseas, period. Dude, that's so sick. Amazing. How was the only it? time I've ever been out to the, like, outside of the United States is, like, this year we went to the Bahamas. How was uh, it? It was cool. Different. Everything's different. Yes, yeah, everything's definitely different. How was it playing paintball overseas? I want to talk to you about the uh, U19s event because it's way it's harder, way harder. Why is it way harder? Just with the rest and everything. Everybody <laughs> hates you. Nobody <laughs> wants you. Everybody doesn't hate you, dude. <laughs> it, feels like the rest, it feels like the rest hate you. It, it does sometimes. No, I, I feel no, you no. on that. Sometimes it does feel like nobody wants you to win. I, I, I definitely dude, they understand love us. what you mean. <laughs> Come on. But they do. They love us. They do. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse that's, to believe that. That's, that's funny. Yeah, it was, it was kind of tough. You guys didn't really help yourselves though with all the overshooting and all the. You, you, Definitely yeah. not. You, you guys didn't help yourselves. That's for sure. No, that's for sure. Um, but man, what an epic experience! Oh, for all the listeners too, by the way, Colton Dahl. I know you guys already know who he is. He's always on the story. Um, I've been working with Colton for many years. He plays on New York Wrecking Crew. Their team is on a huge run right now. They've won the first three majors and uh, are heading into World Cup in first place in Division III. Um, so, you know, you guys have had a lot of successes here and then also in the Nations Cup. But, um, yeah, Colin, again, I, I just really want to kind of pick your brain on, on you know, competitive paintball in Europe, what that experience was like, um, and what you guys are doing with Wrecking Crew. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> European paintball. Yeah. Well, I realized that wasn't really a question. I kind of, I kind of let him into something. I didn't really statement. ask him. It was a statement, you know. So good job, Colton. Um, Thank you. Your European paintball, like, what was so different about it? What was that experience like to you? You know, and and were you worried about, uh, you know, what the team was going to be able to do if you guys were going to be able to win? You know, we've obviously had multiple practices. Like, let's kind of walk through from start to finish of of the U nineteen experience from your perspective. Uh- I wasn't really worried about any of that stuff. Just having oh, a majority of the team playing with New York Wrecking Crew and having that chemistry already together and knowing Chip and Brando. And then the only people that I don't really like, haven't really played with. Um, there wasn't very many people that I don't play with a lot. Like half of the team was on New York Wrecking Crew. So the chemistry with that sense was there. And then, we had a lot of practices and stuff together outside of that. So I thought we were pretty ready in that sense. But like, I don't know. I was never really worried that we weren't going to win. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's good. Obviously the team, you know, our goal was to, well, I think from the very first practice, we, we made a statement that we're, we're going to win this, you know? Uh, 100%. Yeah. That was, that was the plan. There was no, no other option. So I, I would not expect you to, have any worry, you know, whether or not we we're going to win, but the, the, the things that you can't really prepare for, you know, again, like you say, the jet lag, you know, uh, getting good sleep when you're over there, all that kind of stuff plays a factor. And it's really difficult to perform when, you know, you're not getting good sleep, good food, you know, all sorts of stuff that, that comes into play. Right. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah. I got in a couple earlier later. I mean, a couple of days earlier. Me and Ben uh-huh. and Ben's mom went and explored Paris a little bit. So that was yeah. fun. The first day in Paris was horrible. <laughs> How come? Just hard, what do you mean horrible? Just tired. Yeah. <laughs> Straight off the it's, plane. Yeah. You got to get used to it, yeah. though, dude. Yeah, ask ask Ty. This is how it goes, man. This is how it goes. You, usually, you like you've on those international trips, you land and you go straight to the field for practice. You don't even have those extra days to to you know uh, recoup and get on schedule. You go straight to practice, have a long day at the field of practice, and then you go home and you pass out for like eight or nine hours if you can. And then that's probably going to be the best night of sleep you get because you're so exhausted, you're able to fall asleep. Jet lag doesn't get you. And you try to sleep as long as you can and build up the sleep bank. And then the rest of the week is kind of like, eh, I'm waking up throughout the night, wake up, you know, 3.30 in the morning. It's kind of wild. Yeah. And it's good that you had the camaraderie already kind of designed into the framework with the team, you know, playing with New York Wrecking Crew, shout out to the whole squad, doing really well this season, going into World Cup and uh, looking to four-peat on the majors, which is outstanding. So, um, good luck oh, to yeah. every one of you guys going for that event and then rolling into Europe. It's crazy how much the time change and then getting acclimated with even just the weather and, and kind of waking up, you know, to get ready. Like, okay, we're playing a tournament, you know, it's time to go and get the job done, but you guys did, and you did it really well and you had a lot of fun and you created timeless memories and I'm sure you're still going to be feeling it for a few more days with the jet lag and uh you know the raspy voice and and like sore but it's all worth it when you come back home you guys have that trophy and it's a memory that you'll hold forever so what did the training for u19 look like kind of walk us through the stages of how it even all started how did you know at what point did um everyone form the team and and then how did it progress from there uh so we did the combine thing, and then we had the tryouts, which was just like, I'm lucky enough to wear Wrecking Crew in general. We get a lot of practices with Marcelo. We get these private clinics, and we get to learn a lot from Marcelo. So it was kind of just like those again when we had the Team USA tryouts. I mean, the practices. So we had the tryout, and then from there, they picked the teams, and then we had the practices. And then we went straight into the first and second weekend of Chicago. And then after that, it was straight on to Team USA. But, like, the practices were just really focused on, like, team-oriented um, paintball and stuff like that. Because we're there to, like, learn how to play paintball and learn the layout and stuff like that. But, like, it's just, like, another clinic to be able to, like, pick Marcel's brand on, like, the layout and stuff. So it's just... Mm-hmm. really useful having him there for sure Absolutely. yeah i tried really hard with the team usa stuff to do less of like you know the wrecking crew practices we do a lot of uh individual drills as well right i try really yeah. hard to like you know get you guys to do the tough stuff you know the spool drill things like that things that that are difficult that'll make you better individually so that together you're better but we didn't have the time with Team USA, right? So we had to yeah. start like forging that chemistry immediately. So we did a lot of team oriented stuff and just like how we're going to play together. As far as like making everyone better individually, I didn't have much time to do that. We had to make the team the best team as quick as possible, right? Because we only had yeah. essentially two weekends together. We had the tryout weekend and then two practice weekends. So you maybe you can say the tryout weekend counts as a weekend, but I didn't do any 
real coaching that weekend. I just kind of set up no. situations for you guys, you know, to see like, okay, who are we going to select? Um, but yeah, the, the, uh, that whole process was, was a ton of fun. Um, how did this rate amongst your other wins? I don't know. There's just something about playing in Europe and being with all those guys that feels so good. <laughs> it's the greatest the coaching over- one that I experienced that I've ever had. I get, I'll say that for sure. It was epic. There's something that feels so much better about like working for the win. Like we go like back and forth and then win in overtime. Like totally. Don't get me wrong. Four owing the team in the finals in U16 felt really good, and watching them, all the kids play really good, felt really good. But like, it's just like the nerve wracking part of like <laughs> being in overtime and like that whole part of going is just something special. And then totally. Papa Seth pulling out the coaching dub yes. in D3 too. Yeah, Papa Seth. I loved that, dude. I love that Seth was able to put his coach, coaching hat on. Poor guy uh, had an injury, but he coached the the um, Freedom and Independence was the name of the team they put in D3. So it was like all the U19 and U16 kids yeah. also got to put in a D3 team and they went to the finals and Papa Seth crushed it. Yeah. Nice. There we go. Colton, How old what's are you? Uh, for for yeah. everyone listening, they don't probably don't even they don't know a lot of them who Colton Dahl is, but you're an up and coming little stud, man, and you're gonna do really well in this game if you keep your head down and keep applying yourself and uh and keep doing the work. So how old are you for all the listeners tapped in? Uh I'm fifteen. I turned sixteen October first. Dude, you're gonna are you driving? Yeah, I am. Which is oh like my so god! If Watch you guys out. live in Ohio, steer clear of the streets. Um, Colton, <laughs> send out the message, the bat signal when you're going to be on the road. Yeah, <laughs> can hardly see over the damn steering wheel. <laughs> dude, that's yeah. awesome. Nah, Colton, Colton's amazing, dude. I, this kid has a bright future. Um, Colton, what what do you want out of paintball? Obviously, again, I think a lot of the listeners have seen you on my story. They 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 know the the people that I work with. But for those that don't, you know, maybe some don't. What is it that you're trying to achieve in this game? What what goals do you have? Uh, I want to be pro. I just want to be the best version of me that I can be. I guess. Nice, dude. Mm. What type of style do you think you play? Uh, I feel like I'm getting more and more. My style of paintball is getting more and more evolved around like Marcelo's style of paintball honestly well that's, a, well, that's, that's what a, happens yeah. when you train Honor. with you train with the Jedi you turn into a Jedi you know what I mean so that's <laughs> kind of just how it goes <laughs> uh this young Jedi is going to take my job one day I'll tell you that much I know that for sure that's the goal I, that's the goal oh nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right I've Cole. seen this kid pull out some serious stuff the IQ is nuts that's that's half the battle, man, is knowing how to work the framework and, and navigate the field, really. I mean, that's that's the whole gist of it. The gunfighting, you got to be really good at gunfighting. You got to win gun battles and know when to gun battle as well. But that also comes to the cerebral and knowing how when to, when to oh. play those moments. But um, I want to pick your brain on the crowd, Colton. What was it like playing with a big crowd like that? Was that the biggest crowd you've ever played in front of for paintball? Uh Back in 2017 at World Cup, we like uh-huh. they did that two v two thing, oh, yeah. and I was in the yeah. finals for that. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, I Dude. do remember that. Honestly, though, yeah, I feel like this crowd was bigger. One. I don't know. 
Dude, I, this crowd felt insane. And maybe it was magnified yeah, it was because it, wild. Yeah, maybe it was magnified because it echoed because they had that awning over the stadium, so it was so loud. Yeah, that was crazy. That yeah. whole facility was just awesome. Yeah, it was dope. Just the whole setup, the turf fields, like it wasn't like bad turf too. It was like nice turf. Yeah. Well, we it was slippery turf. I thought it was good. Well, because you don't run very fast. Oh. <laughs> you kind of you kind of prance around, so I'm sure you thought it was great. <laughs> Dude, I, I love it. You do much either. You you don't have much weight behind those legs, you know. So like you, you just kind of tiptoe around, and it works just fine. Doop doop doop. Doop Yep, that's the sound. It was makes a beautiful facility, running though. you down. Boop <laughs> <laughs> doop doop doop. Dude, yeah. let's clip that into a. Into a video. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Colton, by the way, uh, I need to, uh, I have those two 3D printed pieces for my Tesla that you you made to, uh, yeah. to lock into place. I have no idea how to put them on. Just, I sent you that YouTube video. Oh, I got to go see it. I didn't watch the video. <laughs> also, I don't remember somebody unplugged for Tesla. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, they got, got him. Poor guy. Took my charger so, out. Dude, for everyone who doesn't that know. video in like the, like the goat chat thing on uh, discord yeah i don't know did i i don't remember you did i don't know you should though i should yeah i did maybe i did yeah <laughs> you did yeah that was a funny video poor guy dude <laughs> some some little rogue monsters came rampaging down the road and ripped his uh charging cord out of his tesla <laughs> yeah <laughs> is that something that you would do in your juvenile years marcelo Quite possibly. Yeah. I mean, that's for sure something I would have done when I was a kid. hundred percent. That's why like, I wasn't even that mad. This kid was like, he had a broom in his hand. He was probably drunk. You know, I was like, all right. Yeah. At least he didn't break anything, you know? He was sweeping the streets too. So he's like doing community <laughs> service. <laughs> Double duty. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Totally. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> Colton, what are you guys doing to get ready for World Cup? Uh. Well, we have the practice with you, my birthday weekend. Yes, and then good party. Just uh, the grind of the layout weekend leading up to it. There we now, go. What is Keep the Friday, grind? Saturday, what, is the, what does the grind mean for Wrecking Crew? Like, what does that mean? Because you've played on different divisional teams as well before Wrecking Crew. You've only been on the team for about a year now. Um, yeah. How does it compare to the other divisional organizations you've been with? Uh, I feel like we definitely put in the work needed to win, and I feel like that's shown. Um, a lot of paint. We shoot every weekend. Long days. We're normally the first team there and the last team to leave. Uh, when we get on on Fridays, we play on Fridays too. Saturdays all day. Sundays we get there even earlier and play so we have to leave for flights it's just long days we get there in the mornings we do like snap shooting drills we do lanes we try to dial in everything on the field and then we normally have the best teams that we can get leverage we normally try to play them a lot good team um the last time for Chicago we had the newbies uh, the second weekend, um, I forget who else we had. Dude, <sighs> let's go. 
Did you all just hear this 15-year-old yeah. young man just lay it all out on the table for you right there? You know, you wonder why <laughs> they're holding trophies. It doesn't matter what division you're in. If you do that, you're going to hold some trophies. You know, if you put mm-hmm. in the time and the effort, you're going to pick up trophies. That's all there is to it. So keep doing your thing, kid. We're proud of you and excited to watch your career unfold and just blossom into an amazing one because you have all the tools and the skill set and the mindset. Speaking of mindset, fun fact about Colton is you like to create things and like build things. You have like an engineer's mind or or something of that nature, right? Talk to me (laughs) kind of about that and um, the things that you do, the things that you build. Uh, So... I built this Nerf gun one time. I took this, like, weed eater battery, and I hooked it up to a Nerf gun. That was pretty funny. <laughs> I don't know. I just, like, I just like go. picture these things in my mind, and then I just yeah. build them sometimes. I have yeah, the resources so. to do it. Yeah. I built a taser. <laughs> Hold on. Taser. First time the I Nerf met gun. Colton. Very first time yeah, I met Colton. He was 11 years old. We were at the field. And uh, he was a stud on the field. And so I got talking to him and his dad. And his dad's like, oh, come back to the car. We got, you know, deer jerky and a bunch of deer meat that that Colton killed last week. And I'm like, this kid killed this? He's, again, he's like maybe a foot and a half tall, <laughs> 11 years old, you know. And I was like, this little kid just he killed this deer? And he's like, yep, just savage, dude, shooter, right? Just had it, had the look in his eye too. Like, yep, that's the meat I killed. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Colton Dahl, dude. He's something. Dude, special man. Hey, and special talk to us about man. this uh this Nerf gun. Like, what was the rate on this thing? What did we have going on with this Nerf gun? Fast. Fast. <laughs> Fast. Yeah. I'll try to find the video and I'll put I'll send it to my seller, put it in the go chat or something. But it's Nice. Yes. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Hey, awesome. message me that video as well personally so I can post it on the PTG IG and uh, show some love. And, you know, send us some cool pictures <laughs> okay. of you and, and the squad with the trophies. We want it all, man. We're going to post that up and show some love for all the hard work that you kids are putting in. Don't ever stop, man. Keep chasing the dream and having fun with it. That's what it's all about. Thank you. Always, yeah, brother. brother. Colton, thank you for joining us, dude. I'll see you very soon. Thanks Much for love, having dude. Me, yep. Proud of you, buddy. Great work this last weekend. Way to ball out. Uh, you were one of the one of the studs that was in that overtime point there. Um, for everybody that hasn't watched the game, go to the NXL Europe Facebook page. Pretty epic finale in overtime. Let's you go. USA kids, by the way, are mean. You guys are mean. You guys are mean kids. I didn't right? There's like mean four of you trying to. Yes, you did, dude. All four of you were trying to double bunker the last body in overtime. He threw the gun at you. It was crazy. It was kind of chaos. Um, <laughs> yeah, you almost deserved it. But also, I never condone throwing a paintball gun. That's really dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys are Keep- mean, dude. Young savages. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, little Groms. Have fun, kid. Little Groms. All right, dude. Colton, talk to you soon, buddy. All right. Peace. Yeah. Later, bro. Good night. Good night, bud. Peace. <laughs> Oh, a little savage, dude. Hold on. A little savage. So run it back. Run it back. What happened? Yeah. So we were in overtime and we <laughs> shot two off the break. So things are looking good. And it comes down to like a four on one. And literally the kids are running down all four sides to bunker the last dude in the can. And they all like kind of overshoot him. And Whoa. the kid turns around and launches his gun at Colton. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. No, it's not good. Not good. Yeah. Not dude, good. that's sharks in the that. water. 
Yeah, you can't it just do that. just send can't a couple. Yeah, two of you stay you back. You know, <laughs> can't do that. Yeah, you just yeah, you but can't that's, do that. It's sharks in the water, dude. Paintball is crazy, and uh, yeah, but there is, you know, we talk about um, there's a time and a place for everything, and you know, uh, we got to make sure that we also have a degree of respect for for competition out there. Totally. Once again, it's sports, sharks in the water. You know what I'm saying? But um, I always feel that I feel the best about myself when I play with pride and dignity and, you know, we can yes, win gracefully. And sometimes there's times where you want to, you know, maybe there is a player that you're going to slam dunk on and really give the business to. But it's like, like I said, time and a place. Um, but man, I'm just, I'm proud of the kids. Come on, let's well, go. I guess this was the time and the place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently. That was the time and the place, baby. <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> Yeah, shit. Dude, hey, my motto uh, is uh yeah, my motto is red. It's red. Run them down. Red. Run them down. <laughs> Run so <laughs> So that's always the mantra. Like if you that's ask funny. me what's my game plan, I'm always going to tell you run them down every time. Run like, them down. Run them down, you know. <laughs> Just get them out. Yeah. Get them. I love it. Get them. Yes, sir. Oh. oh man, Ty, what else we got? Um, we, we got, uh, well, I want to pick your brain on this. It was the final event in Europe, right? Um, was there any thing that you saw any news of anything being that that was the world cup Ooh, of the, yes. the European area? Is there anything fresh, new, hot, exciting, spicy content that we got for the people? Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the lucky 15s players was playing with a taped up, what looked like a CS2, but since it was taped up and covered, I know it's like a CS3. Ooh. So okay. look for a hot new Planet Eclipse gun to come out. There we go. Look Damn. dope. Look sick. Crazy. You know, gotta say. Not quite as good as a Field 1 Force, but still cool. Or hot the TM-40. Let's go TM-40. Yeah, you know, maybe it's third on the list. I don't know. You know, maybe it's third on the list, but it's new. It's new for sure. Yes, sir. It's damn new. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. And be on the tape. There we go. Hey, that's that's been a classic move uh, over the decades, you know, it just has. tape the yeah, gun up. <laughs> You know who started yeah. that, I think? It might have even been Bob Long because Bobby always had these guns and he would always be talking with Terry Fong and I'm sure the Smart Parts guys as well, you know, we're all taping all this stuff up, but um, it definitely has some lineage and roots for quite a while where, you know, the companies at the end of the year start taping up guns and sending them out there, you know? 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You got to test them in the field, you know? So. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh it. it's going to be exciting moving into World Cup. We'll see a bunch of new gear popping off. We're going to see um you know all the breaking news and we'll be sure to cover it first and you'll hear it on PTG as we as we come across it, but uh we got some new guns that are going to be making their way into the market space there. And I do want to touch on uh just a segment kind of for um the game before we move into the Discord questions and thank you everyone who supports us on Patreon through the website we're doing a lot of work to revamp it as we speak Ty, give me one sec sorry yep, absolutely keep going though with that no worries yeah we're, we're doing a lot of work on the website um we have all of our partners we got the store that we're updating and we're going to be dropping some new merch and you can also join our discord ptg nation ptg world chat room on the website if you go to ptgpodcast.com and support over there it helps us to keep this show going and we appreciate every single one of the members. We got an amazing chat room uh, with tons of rooms and 
We have uh, some great questions, but before we get into that, I want to dive into setting intention before points because I think it's really important and I think it's something that's overlooked pretty drastically, not just in divisional, but I, I think even in pro paintball, um, really, really taking a moment and that's why we you know, always stress hustling to get to the box, get to the coach, get your paint, get on coach and uh, be efficient because you'll have those extra moments when you're doing that to set intention, right? Which is yeah. which is what has to be done to win big points and win tournaments and win games. And um, I know Patrick McKenna talks about this. Uh, you know, just playing always plus one, minus one, or even. And he even said it on the episode that we did with him. And that was something that he got from being a part of the damage camp. Um, you know, and and I think there's a lot of validity to that. Um, so I just kind of wanted to to put that out there for the players in in all levels. We've got to really be looking to set intention before the points. If you're up a point, we, me and Marcella were joking. Um, you know, it's just like you got to be dancing. You know, it's like a it's like a dance with the game. And I think there's a lot of power in doing that. So look to you know look at the score, look at the clock, and really start setting the intention when you play paintball so that you can get the most out of yourself and play the situations and the game appropriately. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I think one thing you said there that was, to me, really important is getting out to the gate in time, right? When the coach gives you your play, get out on the field with your team with enough time so you guys can all get on the same page. When I'm coaching, when I'm in the pits, I try really hard to make the intention clear, right? So um, I might have a play, and it's hard to get everybody – at the playbook at the same time before they go out on the field, because there's only one hose at the air station, sometimes two, right. And people are loading pods at a different pace and then going on the field. So you kind of have to get them as they come and go. Mm -hmm. And if you just say you're going to the can shooting snake side and you're going here shooting heads up, well, what if the intention is to go really fast down the Dorito side, right? We're taking a big bite over there. So your snake players need to understand that, okay, we need to, we need to survive the first part of the game because we're trying to win from somewhere else. So if I go here and I'm trying to over-engage and I lose my gunfight and we made it to the Dorito 4 on the break, well, they're going to turn the field over here and that risk doesn't get rewarded. So there's that. There's also, what if you're going somewhere in the middle to set up a trap for a snake player to like make a move into the snake, but you don't tell that to your snake side player and your snake side player goes into their bunker and they're relentlessly gunfighting heads up keeping their opponent from making the move well guess what now your player in the center of the field is wasting his gun because that player is not going to move into his gun that the play was set for so intention mm -hmm. and understanding all the details and all the different moving parts of a play are so crucial it's imperative to a play totally. working if all the players don't understand what the intention of the play is and what's going on you're going to fail. You're, that play is not going to work as good as it can unless you have players that just, you know, play play ball and, and outplay the other team. So, you know, that can happen, but you got to be solidified in, 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 in what's going on. You absolutely have to. So um, you can do that amongst the players by getting to the gate in time, giving yourselves time to be like, hey, so what's going on again? You guys are going here, here, and here. And like, why is this? Oh, oh, you're, you're taking a big bite over there. Okay, well, I, I'm not going to gunfight too much early in this point on, on this side. So you'll have those mm -hmm. conversations and they're very important. Absolutely. Yeah. And then playing the clock as well, you know, like 
if if yes. it's crunch time. And a lot of the with the pro level, you don't see many mistakes in this regard. I know Dynasty Heat Impact were pretty refined and efficient when it comes to setting intention in the pit. Everyone knows, even prior to stepping on the field, what the intention of the points are. And we go out there and we execute. And the execution is the most difficult part, right? Finishing, being a being a finisher and getting the points, hitting the buzzer, getting those points on the board. So there's a lot of different variables. But as a divisional player, a lot of the times, this will slip through the cracks. And you won't have a really good understanding of what each other are doing. So really take the time to get out there, hustle out there, have a good little combo. Um, not only is it going to get you guys tighter in your awareness and connectivity, but it's a fun little competition for the team as well. You know, it's fun to be like when you, you get out there, you're like, oh, come on, let's go. You know, we're kind of racing each other out there. It's like, all right, let's go. Let's get this, you know, and, and it, it totally. makes a different energy and a different cadence and a different optics. And a lot of the times this is about optics, about what it looks like and the way the energy is being pressed upon your opponent, the way that the energy is being carried on the field. There's a lot of things that are trans, they, they like come through the optics, just watching. When I watch an opponent that is hustling and moving and I can see the, I can see it on them, I'm going to be much more aware of that opponent than maybe the one is taking their time. It doesn't really look like they have the energy even to hustle out there it all plays into my mindset and I'm watching all the details, right? So uh, when I know that, you know, when uh, you, you see everybody hustling out there, you're like, okay, we got some gumption. We got some some bounce in the steps. We're going to have some action, you know? Um, so you got to be reading totally. all the details and looking into all the intricacies so you can be the best out there. Totally agree, Ty. Hell yeah. Yeah, baby. That's what's up. Set that intention out there, everybody. 100%. So what do we say, dude? We hop into some disc- Discord questions? Yes, sir. Let's see what we got. All right. Let's see what we Let's got. Let's see. Well, Guess questions. I got one from the one JT. Shout out, my right. man. Uh, congrats on wins as a coach over in Europe. My question is both for T-Harm and MM33 with the way Europe promotes the NXL tournaments, signs, flyers, and even local news. Why do you guys think that we haven't seen that type of publicity recently here in the States? You know, this mm-hmm. is a great question because we're going through like downtown Europe and literally, or downtown Europe, <laughs> downtown Drew, <laughs> downtown <laughs> Drew. It's been a long, it's been a uh, long day. Leave me alone. <laughs> downtown Drew. And there are like, you know, the bus stops where they have the, the, the typical, you know, posters and, and uh, they'll have big signs at the bus stops. There's paintball signs huge in the city just like on the public streets of the nxl european world championship um it's really damn cool the only thing that i could say is i think it's just a lot cheaper to do that kind of stuff there you know that type of marketing here in the u.s is a pretty penny it's really expensive um that's the only thing i could think of i i i honestly don't know why like obviously it's at the forefront of well and it's the same owners you know so there's some other hurdle that's happening in the U.S. that makes it more difficult for us to get that kind of, you know, marketing. Um, but it's we a really have cool seen thing it. in Europe. Yeah, it's, yeah. we have We've seen, seen it, it yeah. a little bit in, uh, in the U.S., but I, I think you're right, March, um, in that regard. But it's yeah. definitely, you know, any way that we can promote with flyers or with the socials, we got to be doing our best to show the world, you know, that paintball is here. It's here for good. And uh, there's a lot of competitive players out there that love this sport. 
And if we just oh, yeah. keep pouring the love into the game and boosting it, then it'll get, you know, good recognition that way. Oh, yeah. One hundo. All right. So let's see who we got. We got Alex Harlington, OG Goat. After coaching and playing last week, what were your thoughts on the pod limit and why does the NXL need to implement this? <laughs> I love when the, when the, when the goats uh, have their questions leading into the answer they want. <laughs> well, I love it. I love the four pods. I think it's great. It's easy on the back. It feels light. You feel athletic when you go out there. Um, you can make moves like you. I, I love it. I love everything about the four pods. Um, mm-hmm. Huge fan if they do that. I think the two pods that the Nations Cup does is too little. That's not enough. You can't really like play the way you're supposed to, but four pods is enough. You can like dominate the first part of a point and really have good zone control, but you're forced to make your secondaries. You're supposed to you're you're forced to get into formation quicker. So um I'm a big fan. I would like to see the NXL implement it. Um I also like unlimited paint too, though. I do like going to a spot and just being able to absolutely bomb on somebody, you know, yeah. for a whole point. Um, totally. You know, there, there's something to that too, because the entire time someone's going to have to win a, a, a an intense gunfight against you in order to gain that advantage. It's never going to be just because you're running low on paint. So you have to pick and choose, but it promotes more moving. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like it. I think it's, I think it's great. And you know, why not? I would like to see yeah. the actual, science the actual data on whether or not it makes a sport cheaper because it speeds up points so i don't know that it actually has teams use less paint i think that's been the discussion in the past is that teams use about the same amount of paint in those events but i don't know dude i feel like we didn't shoot that much paint this last weekend so um you know it's also a little bit of a of a you know it's uh all of the nation's cup were first to four and then the pro league is a five point mercy instead of six so it's a little different there Mm -hmm. but um, yeah, yeah, dude, I, I, I like it. I'm a fan. Me too. And I think somewhere between four and six pods is the perfect amount. Like if we can, if you could make it that, I think that that's a, that's a really exciting way to see paintball as well. Cause you know, everybody, you know, they got six or less, or maybe you can have a player go out with four and then the other player gets the other two. And now he has eight, you know, or something like that, where, um, you can do, something as long as but it's hard to watch all that too and monitor paint management it adds a whole nother layer but i think that you know we could possibly see that move into the future and going and playing in europe is really fun because you get another style you know like we always talk about just playing different types of paintball play as much paintball as humanly possible go play woods ball hyperball air ball limited paint unlimited paint whatever uh pump get out there and try all these different things because it is going to round you off as a really good player. You're going to learn different things from each tactic and each style that you wouldn't get otherwise. So just get out there and keep playing and having fun with it. And we got one from verbal as well. Uh, he was talking about the venue. Yeah, it looked amazing and he wanted to hear more about it. I know we kind of dove into it. Um, but yeah, we absolutely loved yeah. watching that. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we definitely dove into it. So, you know, that was the only reason, but I wanted to read Verbal's question because one, Verbal's a damn legend. Love having him in the Discord. One of the greatest (laughs) um, media members that we have in paintball. Shout out to Verb and just an awesome dude. I love anytime you sit down and talk with Brian. He's he's just such a great guy. Um, But dude, Verb, the venue was amazing. Like you got to get out there next year. It's going to be there. You got to get out there. It was epic. It's awesome. Um, 
it, it, it's, it should be a standard. I hope that we can continue to have events like this. It was absolutely phenomenal. Bring your pickle beer out there, Verb. They're going to love it. Bring the pickle beer, baby. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to ask this question from Jay Lamb because it's uh, thought-provoking here a little bit. He goes, I'm not only a fan of playing paintball, but I'm also a huge fan of watching it. We all know how expensive it is. Do you think there could be a compromise with the league's entry fee so we can have a few more events throughout the season? Or would it be too much on the teams to add more? I don't know. I think that they're actually talking about having more events possibly. um, And we'll see as we move into the future. But I know they want to take care of the community. They're always listening. They're always, you know, have their ear to the ground and want to make sure that the community, the customer, the person who's going to be playing this sport and having this experience has the best one that they can. Um, So be on the lookout for more details. But I really don't know at the moment too much about that. Yeah, I um I like I would love for them to go back to five events, five majors, no minors. <clears throat> and then let all the regionals and other fun leagues um do their thing, you know? And that's where people can go and play other other events in the, in the different regionals and in the different leagues and you know, maybe international stuff. Um to me that's ideal. Yeah. Shout out to Jay Lamb. Let's go. All right, we got uh the pit boss what were the key factors to winning both the U16 and U19 gold medals? Kind of tapped in on that with Colton. Um, and then for us, what do you see each? What do you each see being the key factor to both of you, your teams making it to the championship game at Cup? Ah, uh, what does he mean about the championship game at Cup? Which, which question was this, Ty? Uh, GG oh, okay. Pit Boss Nate. Yeah, I think he's just Boss Nate. referring to the finals. You know, like. What is going to be the key factors to making it to the finals? To the finals? Okay. If that's what he means, to the finals, um, it's going to be limiting your mistakes. You know, you can't show up to the event still trying to, to figure stuff out. You got to have a good idea of what you want to do. Um, you have to have a good understanding of, of how you're going to play with each other. You have to all be on the same page. You can't disagree on how to play the field. You have to be in a good flow. You know, you, you really do. And, and I think, you know, World Cup is always that. Like, the teams that show up, the tightest are the ones that win. And you always see teams come in and, and they can kind of steal victories and surprise people. Teams play their asses off at World Cup. And I think this one's going to be, you know, more so than ever before. I really do. Um, you know, there's a lot on the line. There's multiple teams that could win the series championship with World Cup being worth double the points. Now it changes everything. Um, $40,000 grand prize. Like it's pretty damn epic. So um, it's going to take a lot. You know, it's going to take a lot, uh, you know, key factors, preparation, connectivity, and, uh, you know, confidence and belief when you go into the event. Like, these are all major things that are going to be playing a huge role in team success. You got to come in prepared. You got to have the have the team. You got to be, you know, set up and in the right position. Um, and uh, you got to play your ass off, period. You got you to come in and work about as hard as, as you've ever worked before if you want, a world, want to win a World Cup because it just just doesn't happen for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's not an event that anybody steals. When's the last time a team has stolen World Cup? Don't happen, baby. It don't happen. No, truly. Um, like, think about it. Think about well, it, no, Ty. When serious. is the last time? That's that's exactly. Yeah. When what I'm is saying. the last is it, time like it a doesn't team, happen? <laughs> it doesn't. Like one of the top teams that has the roster, they win World Cup. You know. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. It's a. Yeah. Uh, it's a. Uh, timeless experience man being at that venue 
I will never forget being, what was I, 11 years old. And my dad, you know, I played for Twisted Factory. We go out to World Cup. It's my very first World Cup ever. I'm schmobbing a golf cart. Chris Lasoya is running around with this ponytail. And it was the uh, it was the event where they had the shots from the uh, woods onto the field. And yeah. Um, yeah. it was just a crazy experience. And we've been going for 20 years, you know, to World Cup. And every year it's no less magical. Jesus. Like it is just the greatest totally. paintball event in the universe. Even the aliens, they drop in, hang out for World Cup. You know how it goes is interdimensional paintball love. And uh, it's just an amazing place to be. And in order to win those events, you have to be locked in completely. Like you said, March, you, you hit it on the head. And you have to kind of just turn your brain off and go get it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's all these things to think about. You just got to you just gotta uh, play your fucking heart out. And if everybody does that, yeah. then you're going to have a good go at it. You know, um, you got to leave it all out there and leave it on the line and, and uh, you know, let the chips fall where they go and, and just play good paintball. And shout out to everybody making the journey. It's going to be a great time out at World Cup. We can't wait to see you out there. We're going to have a goat. We're going to have a goat mascot running around for PTG. So be on the lookout. Hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, it's going to be all amazing. right. I got Fab. He goes, "Who better understands European household technology, Marcelo or Ryan?" <laughs> Real question, though. Well, just to answer that, I think it'd go fifty-fifty. I mean, we were both on our phones trying to, you know. <laughs> assess the situation <laughs> so yeah i don't know um he has been going uh, for quite a few years more than me though i think people you know forget he's still like 12 years older than i am dude. so real question though are there any tendencies that european players seem to have more than the u.s is there something european players notoriously do much better than us in the states hmm. um i don't know i think it's pretty equal i think that just because of our playing um teams that are maybe a little bit higher caliber in the states and and play in the nxl stateside here you get a lot of really good looks but the european competition is fierce man they come to play and, and uh kind of like yarber was saying it's bloody knuckles ball they're going to be coming at you and and they know how to you know shoot that paintball marker as well so they definitely know how to play a good game um i think in the early years it was a lot more drastic you know, early 2000s, definitely. And as we've moved into, you know, 2020 and beyond, I think that the competition is is really good on both ends. And that's why we have such great events. We're seeing really good games and everyone's playing great paintball out there. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, I think they're drastically different actually. And, and it's, um, it's their, it's, it, there's reasons for it. Europeans gunfight relentlessly. Um, they will so it makes sense right most of europe is cold a lot of the year they have a lot of reball facilities a lot of indoor facilities so kind of like you see it a little bit here in the u.s some of the teams in the northeast those players they're like really gun dominant which means they like to engage in those gunfights they like to try to have control they like to like put people in and make moves to me i think that's how european paintball is um, you have a lot of, like you look at Norway, Norway, I've, I've gone out to do a clinic in Norway and actually our U19s team played the, uh, U19s Norway, Norwegian team in the finals. Again, that's the team that beat us, you know, a few years ago. Um, and they have a youth that is just 
dynamite. Uh, Ron Holt Blast, their pro team, has no big-name players on it. They're all homegrown talent, and they compete with the best of the best. And it's because of their fundamentals. And so, like, their program, they have their outdoor field, they have an indoor field, and then they actually have a facility at the local high school where they have a whole room that's like, it looks like a basketball court on the floor, but it's all reball. And so during the week, all they do Monday through Friday is practice reball. This is how it is in a lot of countries in Europe because they have better access to schools and these facilities where in the U.S., for some reason, we don't have that access. Europeans, they, they get the access. Like they don't have the hurdles of, no, we don't want, you know, paintball guns in our school or this or that. So they have these actual programs that are really good. Um, what they don't have is the high caliber play to learn paintball IQ at the highest levels. So they struggle sometimes with decision making, but their fundamentals are through the roof with the teams that are really competitive. They're off the break shooting and their gunfighting is like second to none. So mm-hmm. you run into teams. It's a, a true testament to the Russian Legion, right? Like that's always been their thing. They have players now that have been on the team, obviously for so long and playing in the U S for so long, their IQ is, is fantastic. But the new players in the way the Russians were in the early years was better fundamentally than anybody in the U S but they just make a lot of bad decisions. And you see it with some of their new players as well, you know, that, that haven't been able to play against the U S pros, enough right they don't have the experience to make the high iq play but their fundamentals make up for it they can run and shoot like around a corner all the way up to the 50 and they're just dynamite they're electric they're like insanely fun to watch well that's european paintball it really is and so to me that's the biggest thing is you'll play european teams and they're hyper aggressive they don't stay in one spot for too long they break out and they make their secondaries within 10 seconds and they make a third move within, you know, another couple seconds. Like it's kind of crazy. And so if you play with like extreme zone control and good teamwork, you can usually prevail. Right. And that's always kind of been the thing. If you can't shoot them, if you can't shut that attack down and you don't play team ball, then you kind of get run over. And it's like a lot to take in. It's like really overwhelming. It's very aggressive. It's so fast paced. Um, so to me, there's like a, a, a big difference, you know, with that style. And I, I don't know why it is. Maybe it is because, you know, that is simply what they're presented with. They have the opportunity and ability to train on fundamentals seven days a week. Like for anyone in the U.S., it's usually, unless you're an anomaly and you like have a paintball field in your backyard, it's a 45-minute drive to the local field, you know, and so to, to get working. And, and they're only open Saturday, Sunday. In Europe, there's a ton of places where it's like at a tennis court, you know, where they also have an indoor paintball field. You can go, it's right down the street. You can go and get your drills in during the week and, and, and work on your fundamentals as much as you want. So they have that opportunity. But again, what they don't have is the high level competition to really hone in the IQ. Um, so it is interesting that our worlds have different things. Like, like in real port pro sports, you have the ability to do both. You know, you can, you mm-hmm. can work on your high IQ stuff and your fundamentals. You know, that's what basketball, football, soccer, all that stuff is in paintball. It's funny that it's like on one, in one part of the world, you get <laughs> to really hone in on the fundamental side. And the other side, you have all the, you know, higher level IQ players. So that obviously breeds more and more high level play, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. But for me, that, that is definitely what it is. Amazing. And actually, P-Ball Wiz had a very similar question, so we answered that as well for you, just in regards to the different types of styles or whether they're universal. Um, And if you want your questions answered live on the show for everyone across the world to hear, 
you just got to tap in with us on the website and join our Patreon. And that's all part of the Discord that is connected to that. You can have your questions on the air as well. Thank you, everybody, for tapping in here. We got a lot of them. I want to get Kalen from Inspired Paintball. Um, his segment is Get to Know Tyler and Marcelo Question. What is your favorite video game of all time? His is Contra. <laughs> Shout out to Contra. What's Contra? Do you know what that is? It's legendary and it's above my pay grade. You know, I've heard of it. <laughs> okay, I've heard, so you don't. I, I've heard I was, uh, legend he of it. Contra, he goes Contra. Oh, edited. I thought there was dot, 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 dot. Yeah, I've never heard of Contra. I don't know what that is. Mine is NBA 2K. I love me some NBA 2K. That or or Snapshot VR. I've, I've enjoyed that. Snapshots yeah, totally. major. I mean, I, I got to throw Call of Duty in there. And then if we're going OG, I'm going to go with some Mario, maybe some Zelda. You know, I really, I really uh, don't think those will ever go out of style for me. I always <laughs> thoroughly enjoy playing those. <laughs> nice. All right, we got Clint Riddle. And shout out again to all the Discord members that ask these questions on the show. You guys are great. If you guys want access to the Discord, ptgpaintball.com. Click the Patreon link. Become a member. See what we're talking about with the damn Discord. The Discord is tight. Um, okay, is Clint Riddle, what do you think of changing the point scoring system? For example, winning a point with five players alive is worth 1.5 points, something like that. Oh, boy. Hmm. What do you think, Ty? I don't know. I don't it's like interesting. it. interesting. I kind of like my one point. You know, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's just, it'll complicate things kind of too much. You would slow the game down too if, like, if teams were worried about losing a body so they get 1.5 points, they're not going to take risks. And that leads to boring paintball. So, yeah, I, I like, like, you're just, your team is doing what it can for that one point. It's an interesting concept, though. I will give you that. And I think they're, is something there like there's always these different formats and styles that like i said yes. tons of different paintball and i think there is a niche for everything so i, I would be yes. curious to see something kind of like football-esque you know where it's like all right that was worth three this is worth seven you know <laughs> like okay what do we got here you yeah. know some crazy game that'd be pretty cool totally. shout out to clint um all right we got Dynasty Shadow, was there anyone in Europe you thought maybe alien? An alien? It's <laughs> a funny question. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird question. Um, no. <laughs> no I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. No, Dynasty Shadow. You've been causing a lot of trouble too lately, Dynasty Shadow. My boy, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. In the Discord, a, little troublemaker. He, he, he said that he's the, the rogue sheep. You know, the rogue yeah, goat. Yeah, rogue sheep. Yeah, Tyler <laughs> wasn't out there, so I, I figured no aliens uh, on scene. Yeah. We had to yeah, stay yeah. within the States for this one. Yeah. Did it hurt? Tyler, why are you scared at me, bro? Come at me, bro. <laughs> my my Azadin Blitz is waiting for you to take that coin. Booyah. Yes, shout out to Did It Hurt. I cannot <laughs> wait to play you for a coin. It's going to cost you five silvers or one gold um, to get a look five at me. Five silvers now? Bro, don't don't tax him five silvers. I'm joking. That's crazy. I'm joking. It'll yeah. still be one. It's just one gold. And this goes for everybody. If you want to play me in a one-on-one, -on -one, simply beat another pro and then bring me a gold coin and I will gladly play you in a one-on-one. -on -one. Um, if I 
took every silver coin opportunity. I don't think I, I would, I wouldn't have enough time in the day. I think I get asked. Probably, you would have a lot of money though. I think Hormesis pays big time for if you have 10, 10 gold, uh, 10 silver coins, you're like a coin dueler. I, I know bro, you should start is, taking those silvers. It is big money, but I think it's also fun to have like, you know, they have something to shoot for kind of. I like, like it too. They, yeah. 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 They take the gold, then come see me. I want, I want to play you all for a gold coin. And I absolutely love the idea of cultivating playing with the community with the pros um and i cannot wait for every single one of you listening to bring me a gold coin so that we can play some paintball and run around hell yeah and uh did it hurt i'm shaking in my boots man i don't want this smoke i know you got action you know what i'm saying and uh we're gonna definitely have that game and you have been playing a lot of paintball dude i actually am a big fan of the dmg camp up in norcal Come from NorCal, got so much love for everything that you do in the community. If you get a chance, check out his podcast as well. He's got Did It Hurt Podcast, and he's always giving back to the community and just a great guy all around and always fun in the Discord with the chat. You know, that's the the thing about the chat room. It's a little wild. We go at each other a little bit. We have fun, but it's all in good sport, and it's all for the love of paintball, and I can't wait to go to NorCal and uh, and have that one-on-one with Did It Hurt. Let's go. Yeah, hell yeah, brother, hell yeah. <laughs> My last question here is from CM Harry. What have you guys heard for any rule changes for next year, if any? I don't know that I've heard of any rule changes to the game. Um, yeah, I know there was talk at some point about the towel, the concession of points, but I think that's passed. I think it's yeah, staying the way it is. Uh but that, that's the only most recent thing that I heard. I haven't heard any new developments on the gameplay. I'm not sure. Yeah. Have you me heard either, actually? Damn, I was I was I was thinking maybe you you had something. Um yeah, yeah, no. No. Um I think it's gonna be business as usual moving forward. I do think they're gonna, you know, they might not allow any Americans to go to Europe next year. So I'm already trying to negotiate a coaching gig over there. I'm like, ha, you guys aren't gonna get rid of me that easy. Um, are you serious so cool like there was so yeah dead serious there were so many that came up and were like just so excited to see us there dude i think it's a bad move to not have us there i really do what but we'll see no no yeah we'll see we'll see we'll see it's i love to open paintball man it's amazing yeah paintball for everyone why can't it's good for the competition it's good for the culture it's good for everybody paintball everywhere everybody you know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah baby all right we got uh bortega 0073 have y'all heard any updates on Nah, you tell marky (laughs) yeah now you tell marky right now that he's full of shit (laughs) excuse my language marky came on this show talking all this hype saying no way hk seven man's back where is it it's Where coming it? back. You just watch. Where is it? You better it? watch out. You better watch okay, out. Boy. I hope so. I hope so. I put faith in my boys. Come on, Marky. Yep. I believe in you. I we believe in you. I love you. Let's Bring it go. back. He it's said the paperwork the was signed. That's what he said. <laughs> That's what he said. Here on PTG, he said, we got the papers. The papers are signed. They're ready. It doesn't look like the papers are signed. I ain't seen they're, shit. They're rocking, baby. I ain't seen baby. shit. I ain't seen shit. <laughs> We're Where going to the beach. We are going I to the beach. I heard from him himself that we're ready. Wait, you heard Doesn't from him like at the, ready. You heard from him at I, the Hemsworth? Oh my god. Oh, 
Think of Timothy. Yeah. How about Timothy? Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to Timothy. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get him on the show. But look at this rug, bro. Oh damn. Okay, for the YouTubers, hop over to the YouTube, subscribe, like, follow the show, please. Show some love, give a comment. We got the goat rug on the show right now. This thing is crazy. What? How did this? Bro, so Riggity Rugs. Riggity Rugs. Riggity Rugs on Instagram. It's, let me see. Give me one second. Let me make sure I know what it is. That's a real deal rug. That's a real deal goat rug right there, man. That's crazy. That looks wild. Yeah, really went yeah, all no, out on that. It's super dope. Um, riggedy rugs. Yeah, so riggedy rugs. R i g g i t y r u g s. He's actually one of the refs on the NXL field. Shout out to Timothy. Timothy, I want him on the show. I've been wanting him on the show like long before he did this rug because he's actually a dope story, right? He's like a ref that does what we do. Right. He contracts himself out to go international. He's he's I first actually met him down in Colombia and um, he does an amazing job. He's so good at refing, and he goes down to be the head ref and kind of teach them how to like position the bodies. Look, refing is an art. It's like a team game as well. It's not like as black and white as, oh, you just got to look and make sure if people are out or not. Like there's a whole strategy behind refing and oh, refing a, efficiently yeah. and effectively. So Absolutely. like he's been paid to go to different countries and do that for them. And I'm like, bro, it's so funny. It's like basically what I, I, I come to, I get paid to come and play the game and you get paid to come and ref the game. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. we're doing the same thing and we're also getting these same, these unique experiences. And so, you know, we had a few trips where like, you know, we go down to Columbia or I'd see him in, in, in wherever different places in the world. And I'm like, really, you know, cool that you get to do this and experiences. I'm like, your story has to be told. Because refing is dope. Refing is dope. It's a dope part of the game. Refs are very important to the game of paintball. They truly are. I mean, they're important. Oh, hell to any yeah. Sport. Without refs, you don't have shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. They officiate the game, you know, like you got to have them. So, up. anyway, Timothy is like one of the most down to earth motherfuckers, man. And, and this, this guy, he also is the one who I, I didn't let this be known previously, but he's the one who pulled me and gave me a penalty in Dallas for rub off the damn start <laughs> gate. <laughs> we all it talked happens. about it. It was the rub yeah. off the damn start gate, and it was Timothy. Damn it! Um, but yes, mistakes happen, dude. It's like like it's hard to ref, you know. And and uh, he's one of yeah. the refs that I know and believe does a good job. He tries to ref with integrity. Uh, he doesn't show favoritism. He just is good at his job. He does like he tries to keep the game fair, and you can't ask anything more than that from any ref. Um, and again, like the coolest thing to me is that he was able to so you know when we talk about being a a professional paintball player one of the biggest selling points or like one of the talking points is that we get paid to travel to do this right like that's like one of the coolest things our travels cover to go to these unique places and we get to experience amazing things uh whether it's in you know uh, places in south america in europe in asia in australia well some refs get the same opportunity and that to me is Awesome. There should be more people striving to be refs as well. Like if you're good enough at refing, you can go and help these leagues become formidable. You can give them a a professionalism that, Mm -hmm. you know, you have value in it in being able to do that. So anyway, that's how I met Timothy. I've wanted him. I've wanted Tim on the show for a long time. We'll get him on eventually. He made this rug for us. That's his new business. He's also making these rugs. They're 
insanely comfortable. Uh, not going to lie. At first I saw the price. People were saying there was like a couple hundred bucks for that rug. And I was like, seems like a lot. Once I got it, dude, it's like, I'm, it's insane quality and it's all hand done. Like he literally makes your designs by hand. If you watch the videos of him making your stuff, it's unbelievable. The craftsmanship is insane, but the actual quality of the rug is like nuts. Uh, I originally go. was going to give this away to the goats in one of our goat meetings. By the way, if you guys are not signed up yet to be a goat, you need to become a goat because our next monthly goat meeting is next week, Wednesday. And I have tons of stuff to give away. We've got a bunch of Hormesis headbands. Hormesis sponsors the goat shows, just so you guys know. So there's always cool giveaways if you're in there. And it's an amazing live Q&A uh, kind of thing. We have jerseys, medals. Dude, what is a goat? So don't, don't miss out. What is a goat and how do I become a goat? It's what are you the greatest about? of all time. You just got to click the Patreon link on ptgpodcast.com. Click the Patreon link and sign <laughs> up as a goat. You'll see it. It's right there. It's goat very life. easy. Don't, don't get confused. Goat life. Yes. It's a party. But it is a party every I, month. Yeah. I was originally going to give away this rug. I can't, I can't give it away now. It's so comfortable. I'm for sure going to keep it. For sure going to keep it. It's amazing. I love it. Hell yeah. And dude, I love what you said about the refing because it immediately adds so much validity and um, just good rapport with your community when they have a good ref, a good community of people that are judging the games. You want to find a way to just quickly throw a tournament series into the air is have poor refing and then have teams get really upset yes. and then it all yes. just goes down the drain. So I love what you said there you and I would it? love to see more people get into that line of work like you're saying. We need a lot of great refs and thank God we do have totally. a lot of great refs um, and we totally. can't wait to see them uh, all out there at World Cup. There's a lot of refs out there putting in work, you know, clocked in. Totally. I think if you if you like if your league has, you know, uh, an NXL pro ref or, or something like that, there guesting. That's a huge selling point. People mm -hmm. teams. That's always what teams complain about. Oh, the refing was so bad. Half the time they're complaining, you know, because they can't accept just their loss. But still, <laughs> yeah, if you have true. that, it's, a, it's huge. It's huge. It's massive. Yeah. And we got uh, my last question from the Discord. And uh, once again, thank you all. We have a ton of people showing out tonight. Uh, is from Osborne for this. With the All-Star game moving to uh, Thursday at Cup, do you think it'll be better for the game and its exposure? I think absolutely, especially with the weather yes. we were having at the last yes. event. Way yes. better. Yeah, we couldn't have it at the last event. It would have been miserable. Half of us wouldn't have played. Yeah. People wouldn't have watched. You couldn't see anything. You wouldn't get any exciting moves. Like it was, it was miserable. Mm -hmm. The weather. So, um, yeah, I think it's a great move. World Cup. Everyone's going to be focused and tuned in on that. It's going to be Thursday, I think, before the event. So you're not going to run into where you know if a team makes the finals. Obviously, if the way it was set up before is it was going to be right before the final match. Um, teams that were in the finals, their players probably weren't going to play. So, and those are the best players. Those are the ones you want to see. So, um, I think it's going to be much better now on Thursday. You know, the top four teams aren't even going to be playing on Thursday. So, it's a chance for us to like practice, get some reps in on the field. I think it's a great idea. It's the best of both worlds. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, we can't wait, man. It's going to be great. Totally. Hell yeah, Ty. Love you, brother. Rock and Appreciate roll. You. Tonight was a great show. Uh, can't wait to, uh, get back and do it again. We have some amazing guests lined up. Actually, there's been a lot of people that have been talking to us that are like, got to come on the show. Got to get them on. And one of them is I can't wait to get the joy division player on. So we're going to get him on here pretty soon, but yeah, dude, uh, much love yeah. brother. Much love good, to you and be on the lookout show. always, bro. You know what time it is. PTG, PTG, PTG world. Merch? 
yeah, we got PTG merch dropping soon. Um, that's going to be on the website. Be on the lookout for that. And uh, we're going to also, I'm going to be looking to get Bud Orr on here shortly. So maybe within the yeah. next few weeks, we can get the Bud Orr story. I know he's been, I've been talking to him on Facebook. Shout out to Facebook one time. And uh, we'll, we'll get those dialed in and have some more fun shows. And everybody have a great Wednesday if you're listening to this Hell on yeah, Drop brother. Day. Awesome, dude. All right, T. Thank you so much. Thank you, PTG fam. Love you, PTG world. And we'll see you soon. Peace. See you soon. Peace. All right, PTG Nation. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This episode is brought to you by Rusty Glaze at Concept Pursuit. If you guys would like, you can head over to conceptpursuit.com and get access to any sort of website build you want. Rusty did our website. He's dynamite. He's so good at what he does. um, And I could not recommend him more. If you guys love the show, you can head over to ptgpaintball.com. Please click on the Patreon link and become a supporter. If you become a supporter at any level, it doesn't matter. Any level, you get access to the Discord. If you want to be a GOAT, you got to pay for the highest quality one. You got to become a GOAT. And you get access to monthly shows, whole other private channels, exclusive content, all sorts of amazing stuff. All right. Everybody, we love our GOATs. We love our PTG fam. We love the whole PTG, PTG nation. And we love you. As always, we'll see you very soon.